0: immediate failure at the beginning but
1: uh story of my life
0: listen we'll just cut that out later
1: hey you gotta fuck up a little bit
0: just a bit a little bit but
1: fortunately to our uh amazing editing abilities this won't even be on part of the podcast
0: yep (laughs) certainly won't be (laughs) because we totally edit things that said how you doing bobby i'm doing good and you alex not so bad do you, uh, did you find where I put the notes that was the first I time I've ever put them there? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was scrolling around, um, and I saw them, so we're good, All right. we're ready to go.
0: Perfect. And, uh, you know, today's uh, today's exciting, I mean, uh, Giddy kind of has, oh, kind of jumped the horse there, but uh, our guest uh, <laughs> has kind of two specializations in our industry, which will be kind of fun to kind of dig into. Um, but with that said, welcome to Industry Secrets, the podcast where we talk shit. Toggle shop, uh, IndustrySecretsPod at gmail.com is the email. So keep them coming. Uh, and with that, we'll kind of uh, we'll just jump right into it, uh, Mister Giddy Goldberg. Thank you for joining us today.
2: Well, thank you for having me.
1: Hell yeah! Um, it's funny the, the what we were talking about just before we started leads us right into the first question. Oh, I
2: was told to be ready for the first question. Did <laughs> anybody tell you what it was? I purposely ignored them. Beautiful.
1: So. As an adult man, have you ever shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> face
3: was
0: great. It was so sure, and then it was like it almost like, it almost like you veered left. <laughs> the answer is, of course.
2: Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> like I, I've had to like pull over in the middle of California, in the middle of nowhere, and find a bush. Okay, all right, and go behind the bush. So, or there might be a parking garage in San Diego, <laughs> but pants and boxes were not. <laughs> Everything shit. else was safe.
0: There might but be a parking garage in San that's Diego.
1: That's a that's a no, my friend.
0: Um, uh, that's uh, <clears throat> that's a, so that's a no. That in my family is called emergency <laughs> bad potty, uh, and where you just you do not have time to make any decision other than not shooting your pants. Uh, unfortunately, I have never followed that advice. Yeah, so. that's a uh,
1: that's great work though. That you have yeah, been like so yeah I'll find a big ass bush. You're and like, I will c- shit in the c- this party lot so, before I poop. Yeah. It.
2: So 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 you say that, and I actually keep rolls of toilet paper in my trunk at all times, in case the instance comes up.
0: Yeah. Was this originally preventative, like Boy Scout style, or is there a trauma where this comes from, where um, you like found yourself shitting? You know, and then we're like, "Oh fuck, I don't have toilet paper." Or were you just always kind of like ready to shit your pants? In the
2: little, column a, little column A, little
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. You know, always be prepared. Yep. Always, but
2: <laughs> my body hates me. Yeah. My stomach hates me. Yeah. Sure. And we, you know, sometimes you drink a lot of beer. Doesn't help. Yeah. Oh no. And I don't. so, just like to be prepared. So. Yeah. You never know.
0: Beer shits are terrible. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's and, not great, and they sneak up on you. That's the worst part. It's like, you're going about your day just oh, yeah. fine and dandy, and all of a sudden, you're driving around, trying to find a place to park, and you're like, great, there's no parking lots. hmm uh, I guess I'm... And then, I can't, there's no way I'm making it to the Starbucks at the corner. Yeah, and you get so, like,
1: how do I hide?
2: Yeah, fine. You park next to a pillar in a parking structure, and yep. then you'll leave a little something for the next person. <laughs>
0: See, this is why I always include squats in my workout, is... Um, <laughs> I mean, I bike plenty, but like I, uh, I'm a larger fellow um, and tall, so when I have to squat, I have to be able to grab something that I can kind of balance my weight on while I evacuate. And uh, most of the time, I'm doing the majority of the work. <laughs> um, the, uh, the small branch that is supporting my weight is, is just kind of there for vibes. So I got to have strong lower core to keep that going. But again, I mostly just end up shooting my own pants, so it's a whole different kind of thing. But well, uh,
1: fortunately, if you get it, the entire <laughs> podcast is not about shitting your pants. It's just a very small <laughs> portion of it. I um, could go on for days, so. though. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what? I appreciate you for being able to, um, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, time mean, to move on. Yeah, we, 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 we like
0: to talk a little shit that's not about shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so you have you been in the beer industry for the like beer restaurant industry for a long time?
2: Yeah, I would say. As far as craft beer, bar, industry side, 10 years. Okay. Total industry, about 20 years. Do you um, need a beer? I do not. Okay. I am
0: good. Just want to make sure you want. non-alcoholic.
2: Water? I can do that. It's good, but...
1: Okay. Oh, or but Coors Light. You want regular? Or, uh, <laughs> or Coors Light. I got regular and I got uh, sparkling. Just regular water is good. Be right back. Regular
2: water. Or Coors Light. Or Coors
1: Light. I also
0: have Coors Light. I mean, I think we do. Mostly we have Coors Light. That's kind of water. I mean, yes. Uh, I, I, it's it's funny. After years of being able to, like, drink in the industry, you know, be drinking 7% beers all day, it really kind of does come to a point where, like, I do go to, like, some random backyard barbecue where they're like, oh, hey, you know, have some Corona, have some Coors Light. And I'm like, okay. And then I'll have, like, three or four or whatever. And they're like, oh, hey, are you good to drive? And I'm like, Pfft. I think, y- yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, that one. <laughs> Three uh, kinds of water. I'll, I'll
2: tell you, well, Coors Light is my kind of go to right now because it makes me feel the least like shit.
0: I've always um, been a Miller Light guy on that kind of spectrum, but Coors Light's a close second. So I started off. That suck.
2: Yeah, my domestic kind of went in progression. It was like first MGD okay. in college because. You were. So no. it's genuine. Was
0: it because you were a hipster? Why was it MGD? Come on. Because. That was what people... I don't know. That's what someone oh, bought
2: one day, and that's what just we drank. Oh, you went to yep. college
0: in Philly, though, right? No, or, ASU. Oh, oh, that's right. God, and you came all the way here from Philly to do that. Yeah. So the MGD still doesn't make any goddamn sense.
2: No, someone just bought it one day, and that's just what we ended up drinking. Yeah. I've just... And it's, we didn't want to do the it's, Natty Light It's like such stuff a specific
0: and, pick, but yeah, I, I, I'm here for it. I am. It just, it's, it's the one MGD product for my entire career in this industry. It's been like the one Miller product that is like... Is that even here? And if it is, like, how is MGD on draft here? Like, you know what I mean? I wish there was personally more high life around. Okay, but champagne, champagnegan. I hear. Beers. I hear. That's it my. Lot, that's but, my uh, perfect
2: dive bar beer. Miller sucks. God. Hey, hey. But so I went from. I mean, you're not right. I went from <laughs> Miller to Bud Light to Coors Light of when I was would actually tolerate, of domestic. Sure. Um. And then that was kind of before the whole craft. Yeah, yeah. Before I got into, the, you mm. know, the good stuff. So where were
1: you at before? Because you're at the Hungry Monk now. Where were you at before the Hungry Monk?
2: Before Monk, I worked for uh, Famous Dave's. Oh, okay. So I was corporate. That for, probably fucked your stomach up pretty good.
1: All actually, that BBQ. not really.
2: Really? All that fatty meat? No, it's only it's certain things that do. It's not... Barbecue is usually pretty okay. Okay. Um, but so as a Famous Dave's... Then before that, Applebee's. My my start in the restaurant business was Wildflower Bread Company. Oh yeah, oh, So right. I was worked for them for five years. Working so like Val Vista and I was at, at the Tempe the one for the. Oh, okay, for, I was at like five different stores, but the most of my time I spent at Tempe next to changing hands. What's mm-hmm. in the bread?
0: What's in the bread? What's in the bread, Giddy? I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, dude,
1: he signed an NDA. I did not. <laughs> hey man, we use. Uh, flour, water, <laughs> salt, and I'm not going to let
0: you know the last one. It it's definitely doesn't come from a chicken. <laughs> but, um,
2: well, yeast. But we... Um, so I was there, but I grew up around the restaurant business.
1: Okay. So, sure. I mean, I I came from um, like corporate restaurants before I got
2: into craft beer. But I literally grew up around the restaurant business in Philly. Okay. So my dad was in the bread business, and I was in and out of restaurants my whole life. So it's something I wanted... Like, probably since I was, like, five, I'd wanted to have my own restaurant.
1: So, you've been doing... You've been in or around restaurants for so fucking long. Yeah. Uh, You had to have either done or seen some wild ass shit, right?
2: Yeah. You could say that. You got any good stories?
0: That one. (laughs) (laughs) That story.
2: You know, I don't actually have any great stories, I can tell you, I once tried to put, I once put my hand in a blender before it stopped uh, Ooh. rotating.
0: Wait, what? Why would? Oh. I may or may not have been drunk. Still, oh. <laughs> was so. I mean, I guess is the thought process was "fuck it," or was it like I could just grab it with my hand?
2: The thought process was I was still drunk and not thinking.
0: Yeah, I didn't even realize. Oh, it. just completely like it was. The, eas- uh, it was
2: Easter, so maybe I was trying to get a little Jesus action going. Hell yeah! He's like, watch this blender be full of wine like, that's blood
3: yeah
0: <laughs> that's what wine is right <laughs> <laughs> the blood of grapes
2: yeah it was my so well it was my last it's going to be my last day at applebee's and then
0: and then you were like man i really No, need i, some I sick it was time. my last day i ended up going back
2: for a few months because i just you just ate- thought you can
1: get a dope workman's comp deal out of the <laughs>
2: I that did not hurt pain, myself. It, I didn't need stitches. Just a just a bandaid. Oh, I was fine. Okay, okay. so we're just really minor overreacting.
1: Yeah, it wasn't so too really, bad. Okay, <laughs> no, uh, no, like hood rat hammered on the hammered on the job, um, fucking abroad in the come on man uh, walk in, um, spitting in people's drinks. Uh, you know,
2: because I've been a lot of the management and a lot of on that side. You know,
0: bro, you're in Chandler serving seven percent beers. You've never seen someone get a little wild.
2: <laughs> I've seen people do some stupid things, you know, um, what's some of the, what's look, a good story? You know, like working at corporate, you, they, where people cut, you have to cut people off. Mm-hmm.
0: You don't get that. Um, Oh yeah. And, oh, I'm aware. Um, that <laughs> you pretend you have a system where yeah. you're like, if someone's drunk, cut them off. And you're like, yeah, if I think he can still tip me, I'm going to serve him a beer. <laughs> That's what most of your bartenders are thinking. Oh, it's a monk. Yes. Well, just, well, I was trained in Chandler, so yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know some of our Uh I go, our I, go, I go far back with some of your alumni, yes.
2: You know, I can tell you right now, we had a bartender who was, we had an incident where a bartender was closing a few months ago. Okay. Uh, not a few months ago, but a, we'll a couple say days with, ago.
0: It was <laughs> a minute. It's yeah. been a minute. We'll it's say, a, it, it's uh, like the beginning of hamlet the the memory is green
1: it's far enough back but, where it's out of the um oh it's the time thing for is that you guys no when you can't get in trouble for breaking root laws anymore um oh statute of limitations yeah it's past the statute of limitations we'll say, who knows here. if it is
2: but regardless <laughs> of the fact is we we're, <laughs> we're past that point um but uh we so we we're closing one night. They happened to go into the back of the restaurant to go do their stuff. Well, a couple of cu- there was a couple still sitting at the bar. They happened to be loaded. They All decide right. they want to go back to behind the bar and start pouring themselves shots. <sighs> yes.
3: Bold.
2: Yes. Needless to say, they start doing that. Needless to say, there's someone else sitting at the bar recording it and posting it on Snapchat. Oh. Why wouldn't you just ask for a shot? What a bitch. Well, the guy was the bartender
1: was in the back.
0: No, what I'm saying is like if you just see a couple go behind the bar. We were closed. Listen to yeah. it. easy. Yeah. Listen to. He's it. talking about the other guy now. I realize. Yes. If I'm the guy at the bar and I see a couple go behind the bar, and start pouring shots, instead of pulling out my phone and being a narc, I'm like, "Yo, can hook. I get a? <laughs> yeah, hook me up too." <laughs> oh,
1: what's got, your
3: problem? He right? got a shot.
0: <laughs> let me t- let me tell you this. The
2: the person he didn't narc. Someone else saw it on Snapchat and narked. Oh, okay. He also the person who Snapchat it also happened to be in a Oh, so he
0: was kinda of like bragging like "What uh, is? this yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: All right, all right. So, so, cool all shit. so they okay, took shots, right, right. then the, then the that. woman gets up on the bar Dude. where the tap handles are, our main tap handles, starts twerking.
0: Wait, he starts Wait. twerking? No, the on the, the bar? woman.
2: so the guy oh. the, the 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 husband comes in, like there's so there are two a guy a couple are they? And
0: let him tell the story. Sorry. I'm just so intrigued. So there
2: was a couple, and then the, our employee who was sitting at the bar still drinking. Okay. They were done work. Yeah. Um, he was the one who was recording it, so they, they
0: sent... I'm not the police. Dude,
1: he's the realist, because he didn't snitch, and he works there. Mm-hmm. So he
2: really wasn't a snitch. Keep all ten toes down, yeah. baby. Okay. <laughs> so okay. so needless to say, yeah, they got up, they poured themselves some shots. When we confronted them about it, they denied it. Yeah. yeah that's of a course. Move. That's a move. I mean,
3: yeah. <laughs> So, and I'm You're like, not just like my man. was it top
2: shelf? Um, <laughs> they probably I, could find well. Uh yeah, I I think it's actually probably Patron. I think it was Patron. Okay, so top shelf for the fancy people, like, <laughs> but shit tequila. Yeah, um, sorry,
0: Patron. That shit ends up on two dollar you call at nights. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. worst case, like It's also it's also same. the
2: reason I can't drink tequila anymore.
0: Ah, mine is Don Julio. So uh, <laughs> they.
2: So and then Wait. after the twerking incident and you know oh. and opening up a beer tap letting it pour out, Ugh. see that into that part in, shitty into a glass.
0: No, just just how into long was it left open?
2: And the bartender did not know that this happened till the next day when we told her about
0: it. So the tap handle was gated all night, just drained the whole thing. No, they put it back. Oh, okay. I was like, they holy pulled it down shit. for a few. They were oh, just like being 30, shitty. 20, yeah. Oh, I thought it was like all night. I was like, holy it
2: is the parents of an ex employee too.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, that, yeah. right. are that they regulars the-
1: they
2: were somewhat okay
1: uh i mean i get being hammered and going and like getting the shot and being like Haha, i snuck yeah. a, i stole a free drink it, it actually sh-. took us but then to leave the tap open and not like try to collect that booze is like well that that is where it well, just got shitty that, the
2: fact that no one noticed, like the person who was bartending didn't notice until the next day that mm-hmm. there was like Kind of beer
0: everywhere. Oh yeah, because yeah, if you leave that tap handle open for an extended period of like maybe You're splashing everywhere.
2: It was only uh, like ten seconds well, they had it open. I
0: would, well. but, but I would also say even the most generous system I've ever seen can only handle three pints in the tray before it's a mess, a fucking mess, and a crazy, crazy mess because everything's yeah, being collected. It, it, and it's, and it's all foam. foam, all foam. Yeah. So ten seconds is. Listen. That's about a pint I, and a half. I, I can't really tell but ten seconds
2: is a long time for me.
0: Yeah. I haven't ridden the tube yet, so I can't ten scale seconds, it for ten you. seconds about a pint and a half. <laughs> Bobby knows I, know why, I know my numbers. Bobby knows his tube. His tube conversions. He knows yeah. his ten seconds. Oh I hate that. I did a. Uh, I did it's fast, yeah.
2: sixteen seconds. So so in any case, when that when um when the guy came we took us about three months to actually eighty six them from the restaurant mm-hmm. because oh, he he came in. Well, they didn't come the next time he came in um, oh, it was, was like well was a process well not a process but he, the one the husband came in with their kid and i'm like great i can't have this conversation with you yeah. around
0: well yeah. if it's someone who's familiar for me interaction 1 I will avoid bitching out in front of your kid. But if we get to number three, I'm going to renegotiate that <laughs> real quick. I know, like I totally. They, they
2: just came in one night. They and then they we had a polite conversation. They're like, "No, we didn't do." It. I was like, "Yeah, we really know you guys Listen. did." And then they're like, "Okay, you know- we did." And they were actually by that time. I think they're more of embarrassed and like, "Sure,
0: okay, they are drunk." Time to oh. go. I mean. I don't know about you, but I've, I've woken up with, like, um, just drunk anxiety. I mean, it's probably from years of doing stupid shit or at least seeing other people do stupid shit where you just, like, you don't drink to the point of, like, anything horrible. You just, you know, you wake up, everything's a little fuzzy, not everything's clear, the details of things are a bit wonky, until you kind of, like, get up and get your shit together. But there's just this, like, massive anxiety right when that happens, right? Like, it's just this constant, like thrumming and and I I don't know how people will handle normal anxiety much less like I don't know the exact details of how fucking stupid I was acting but I know I was probably it's just so embarrassing I imagine but yeah see
1: I would have uh, I would have just told I'm
0: assuming
2: they were sitting
1: at a table not the bar with the kid
2: uh, it was just the one, this one the guy remote. with the kid, and they were sitting at a table at that yeah, time. Yeah,
1: so I just tell my server, like, hey, go ahead and punch in two shots of Patron and a, uh, a tall beer. Just put it on the tab. And then if he asks about it, yeah. I'll walk by. And I'll, <laughs> I'll and I'll by. be like, yeah, we know. <laughs> and they like, well, I didn't get this. I'm like, well, you did. You did. But <laughs> it was a little while ago. Um, but we, we know. And just leave it at that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, well, if you're going to keep fighting then I'll have this conversation because now you're kind of being a dick about things and then I'll be okay with having a little confrontation in front of a kid like I mean how old is a kid
0: like I think like 8 yeah, yeah. he's got to learn some listen, lessons listen, like listen in any modern religion it's not like 8 you're fighting. is the year of responsibility you can watch your dad get you his ass whooped at 8 it's fine well it's not like you're like having a fight with him but you just you know you go hey man I we have it
1: on camera we did this thing we saw it like and you could be vague about it but that's on your tab and you could pay it or uh you can't come back like the, the, that's the two options right like mm-hmm. if you want to pay this, I'll forget everything that happened um we're good like especially if they are fairly regular. you want that residual money coming in you want the tips, yeah the,
2: no we were okay with them not because they were kind of, <laughs> they were kind of dicks during COVID. so ah okay perfect Even <laughs> just, this was just an excuse see, I would have been itching
1: for that confrontation then. I looked at the eight-year-old and I'm like, by the way, your dad's a bitch. <laughs> He's like, Dad, what's bitch? <laughs> He's like, apparently
0: me. Dad, what is bitch yeah. made? I was <laughs> like, if he, if
2: he met his mom, he would know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not a bad story. I,
1: I've never had that happen at a bar I've worked for. But again, it could you know, have happened that I just luck, didn't know about. Luckily
2: enough, like, and from my experience, like, we've almost never had to have a cop's call at the moment. We have... We, so many regulars that someone usually takes care of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I've had a, like a regular throw a drink on someone before, or things like that. And things, you fucking know, Chandler like, is just such a different s- place in reality. Did you eighty six them? This regular, yeah, someone. they want to do a drink on fuck someone. It. Um,
0: I will fuck you. What? Throw a drink on me?
2: The girl actually started it. Oh, okay. Um... He ended up not coming in for a couple months. Okay. He knew his um, time out. <laughs> he's like, that yeah, was he that was I'm an issue with our... with that was actually he had an issue with the the boss at the time. Okay. Not me, but the actual yeah. boss at the time. And didn't like how the boss handled it. Yeah. Um and I don't think the situation necessarily handled the best either on both sides. Yeah. Um but he was a real like he's like still one Good of the like the top person who like like this is a guy during COVID who you know, single-handedly raised several thousand dollars for our staff. Like he donated right. a couple grand, hell then, yeah! And then we raised another probably about two grand because uh-huh. he. But he started the whole thing for that's, our staff. That's awesome. You know, this what happened? The incident happened like five, six years ago.
0: Listen, and I'm, I'm like, I'm familiar with how Hollywood works. You have money, things are fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, it is uh it is wild to have. Uh, to have to have like with an adult like the, that, multiple levels of conversation where it's like, hey, like it, it's one thing for someone to kind of like lay low because like the, you know they acted a fool. Like I've I've seen that a dozen times. People fucking getting drunk one night, and then you're like, oh, I haven't seen so and so in like two months, and then they just pop out out of nowhere. And you're like, all right, I think we're we're good now. And you're like, all right, cool. But the, the thing but is, but to show up and yeah. be like, oh no, that was well, it's something.
2: It's it's something. It's like so that incident with the drink throwing which is probably not the not the only time that's happened uh, but again, that one it was, was happened like to be happens to be one of my best friends who's a uh, customer wait he the your best friend got the drink thrown on them he well, he got something tossed on him first no one saw it oh and, and then so then he, he retaliated just like in football and anything yeah. the person who retaliates is always the one who gets in trouble
1: yeah
0: obviously yeah no i mean the subtle the subtle art of getting someone red wine? to react is uh <laughs> is fantastic but uh so, God, I, I, I just, drink throwing is something out of, like, a, a Don Draper dramatic for me. It's just, it's, like, I'm just from a place where if you swell up on someone like that, like, you're going to get a fist in your fucking face, like, not See, a drink.
1: I, the first thing I think when uh, someone's like, oh, someone threw a drink at me, I'm like, I threw a drink. At you, which means that it was a bottle of beer or an entire pint glass. Yeah, like, like not the this, liquid it, inside.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well <laughs> this I, I paid for this, <laughs> and, yeah. and this was Wear a. It. Pre- it on your face. Yeah. This was a
1: precarious
2: situation because it was a woman who poured something on him first, uh-huh. and then he retaliated. Uh, I mean, okay, and using a
0: little style
2: to and, like. And she's like, "Oh, I didn't do anything," and so it's like he's like, "Motherfucker, I'm wet." Like, <laughs> what do you mean you didn't do anything? So so it was about. I have a So actually, a couple of days ago, yes, on Sunday, I was at the bar. I wasn't working at the time. I love a recent story. And so, a couple guys drinking out on the patio. Okay, right. Um, people are getting drunk. Well, so I am. At was that multiple places? Four dollar
0: deep in the green pints. People are getting drunk. No way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, go get your four dollar deep in the green pints while they last. <laughs>
3: Hell yeah! Shameless, punk. absolutely wild.
2: Um, so I have my bar, my my phone, and my keys on the bar. Mm-hmm. I go to use the bathroom. I come back out, my phone is gone.
0: Ooh, wait now.
2: Yeah.
3: Hey, no.
2: So, shit fucker, um, who's drunk on the patio, had came in to close out his tab, picks up my phone apparently, not Just realizing, drunk thinks not realizing it was not his phone. Yeah. So okay, I. So I'm looking for my phone. Well, one of, someone calls my phone, Uh and 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 it keeps ringing. And he's like, he's so he like tells that person, why do you keep calling me? (laughs) Why do you keep? Now I was walking around the restaurant at the time looking looking for my my phone, so I didn't know he was. I knew he was calling. I didn't hear that part. So eventually, the guy's on the patio, standing out there. So I go out there, confront him. Hey, can I have my phone back? He's like, I don't have your phone. I'm like, what's that in your hand? He's like, that's my phone.
0: It's not. I'm sir, like, no, sir, it's
2: not, sir. Um, sir. I had to argue with him for several minutes. Like, no, that's my phone. Give me my phone. He's like, I'm not giving you the phone. I'm like, well, can you unlock the screen so I can see the, yeah, you know what the home screen looks like. Yep. He's like, yeah. It's so like, well, that's got my fucking dog on it. He's like, no, that's my
3: dog. What?
0: Does he also have a husky? What? That happens
2: to look exactly like mine with an ASU color. No.
0: I mean, yeah. to to uh to a non-husky owner. No. Is that is that doggust? That's no. doggust. Oh, <laughs> You're gonna get I'm us canceled. Dude,
2: All of a sudden we're just can hear <laughs> So 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 literally I've argued with him like for five minutes to give me my uh, my phone back. And and so his buddy who's with him is like, so where's your phone? He reaches in the pocket, pulls out his phone, he's like, Huh, I really don't know how that phone got in my hand. Ah!
1: I'm like and then you kept arguing your phone
0: reaches immediately immediately I'm like
1: you drunk idiot the best part would have been like also dude you don't
2: have a dog
0: (laughs) (laughs) bro you've Uh, never owned a dog
2: I I was like I'm like I really don't want to get in a fight in my own bar but I want my fucking phone back Yeah, get the fuck out of here dude meanwhile everyone else is just sitting inside waiting to see what happens and I'm like thanks guys no one's gonna come out help out yeah (laughs) so uh we've talked
1: a lot about since you've been in this industry so long and you've got really good connections with breweries um you you've actually been to more beer fest and better beer fest than i have and i've been this i've been in the specific like brewing industry for eight years do you have any beer fest creatures
2: So just <laughs> clarify that a little so, bit. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, give me a shifty look. Um, I was gonna let so, dead air go. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I love dead air. I, I thrive in it. Um, so uh, a beer fest creature, uh, just to name a few, I, I know you're a little familiar with, is the classic strong beer fest, pan shit throw up couple. Oh it gets yeah. Gets posted every once in a while. Just uh, you know, you see, you, you're at a beer festival and you're just like, what the. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> With that person, so like, or oh, well, like,
2: one like that walks over, like, hey yeah. man, well, strong use beer. Use we've strong had we've beer. had a food truck at strong beer, and we had one guy like passed out throwing up in front of our truck for like an <laughs> hour where we can't get any customers. And I'm oh, like, really, what the fuck go somewhere else? And then paramedics come over and don't bother to move him. I'm like, uh, we're trying to make money here. Can you at least <laughs> take him out back, yeah, get him throwing away from here. up
0: in front of my food truck is not a good look bt dubs <laughs> like, it's
2: it's like when you have the cops in front of your restaurant i'm like can you just take this over there a little bit skedaddle yeah, yeah just scoot it over 10 yeah. feet
0: yeah everyone talks shit about cops hanging out in donut shops but that's where i like them where people expect them because when they're hanging out outside of my bar people are like maybe i'll go somewhere else i'm like fuck
2: God, i, t- I t- you, you can't get arrested yeah.
0: leaving a donut shop you it's
2: impossible. I tend to leave Beer Fest, try to leave before all the shit happens. Yeah. But um, well,
0: you're a smart man. Yeah. You're experienced. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you'd
2: yeah. have to have learned that
1: somehow. And, and gained that knowledge <laughs> because of something. Well, you've got to be around have a bunch of drunk assholes for a long yeah. enough time. And you, you've never just Listen, seen someone been, just and, plop and flat on
3: their and face, and like trip just here, up. Like, and um, just,
0: you, you've been to some Beer Fests, some big ones. I know you've yeah, been we're GPS, maybe I know Firestone Walker. I know. Um, you've done the Mike Hess every year. Oh, well, right?
2: someone getting over overserved and way too shitty but and just falling out? over. What stands out? The problem is nothing stands out because oh it God. always happens.
0: <laughs> I'm so jaded. None
3: of this makes sense.
2: Like, like I it, like it's par for the course. You know what's going to happen. It's not like shocking. <laughs> so you know the first time, oh, people are getting really drunk. Well, I was going to beer fest and those were my friends getting really drunk before I even worked at the monk.
0: Yeah. So it's I mean it's it's not so so so, I mean just like in my like I've seen someone do a cartwheel and break their ankle. I've seen someone actively puking behind a supplier tent. I've I've seen people just like wearing an active butt plug tail with a skirt short enough to know that's what it was. I I mean I've seen some creatures. You don't have anything that stands out, just like standard drunk bros or
2: I really can't recall anything. Oh damn,
0: all right.
2: And maybe some of it's because I actually can't recall it. <laughs> and some of it is I don't want to recall it. <laughs> so then what's your favorite beer fest? Firestone Invitational. No doubt,
1: no, no. Yeah, it's... I haven't funny. been invited.
0: Me neither. true.
2: I've never been invited. I buy tickets.
1: Oh. Well, then it's not an Invitational
2: it's invitational for the breweries who go oh
1: okay. got it but okay the, the well, fire that makes so, sense. so the
2: fire so invitational tickets sell out within like 90 seconds every time Jesus Christ and I've never been given tickets I've never I always you're just right there refreshing page yeah I, well I'm, I'm, on, for I'm on three different Eventbrite accounts trying to get tickets <laughs> do you have bots I should but I don't alright how you do you talk
1: get a, you a bot it?
0: yeah you can talk to me about it off here I'll talk to you you got a guy you got a cousin you got a guy I might have a guy. All
1: right. I'm not even sure what we're talking about anymore.
0: <laughs> ticket scalpers and how like again, how tickets sell out in ninety seconds. It's impossible for every ticket to cash out in ninety seconds if everyone every single ticket was like so, on the ball. So what happened? It when, has to be like automated code so that what happen- buys it for It
2: you. it doesn't so it sells out in ninety seconds, but there's what happens is is you have to if you stay logged in, tickets come up again because they drop out of people's carts.
0: Oh, so you smart. have to keep yeah. F7,
2: F7, F7, F7. Or for the people who actually don't know what a computer is and just do everything on their phone, refresh.
0: Yeah. Or for those of you on OnlyFans, it's called edging. Hmm. <laughs> You're edging yourself for beer, t- beer fest tickets. So,
2: but to me, that's my favorite. I really like GABF Week in Denver. Yeah, I'm
1: going this year. Can't um, wait.
2: I'll be up as well. Well, Same through as- through, um, I'm flying back Saturday morning from that because mm-hmm. got football games to go to. Oh yeah, we talked about this Yeah yeah. Um, so I really liked that week Just hanging out with people Yeah, it's a good week Going to Bierstadt Dude, um, Bierstadt was amazing
1: mm-hmm. The best lager I've ever had Just the hellish lager The slow pour is fine But the hellish lager in a stein I can't what? say
2: that State 48 eights best lager I've ever had uh, you, uh, You're a liar Well, it's the <laughs> first liar. lager It's the only tried. lager I've ever had <laughs> You're a liar They make other lagers? Who? State 48? No, I thought they're
1: the only ones who make it. They're the only ones. They invented loggers. I know. Yeah, they're they're yeah. crazy. They're, I,
0: think, I think we're all on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got there. I think we got there, yes.
2: But beer style, beer style would have to be probably in my as far as American Pilsner brewery. It's upstairs. It's probably in my top five of breweries, loggers, <laughs> You know, especially logger stuff you know, beers.
1: Uh, so, Chris Rogers told me about it. Uh, I went there. I went to Denver about two months ago, I believe. Um, right. And Bierstadt was on the list. And I went there, and Brooke didn't even come. Uh, she wanted to sleep in. And I was like, fuck that. I'm in Denver the first time ever on vacation. I'm getting up and hitting places. No doubt. Um, and I went to Bierstadt, and I ordered the Stein um, of their Hellas. And I was like, fuck, dude, this is going to be a lot of beer to drink. You know, it's 34. Four ounces 34 and a half ounces of beer mm-hmm. so i just two pints of lager i gotta kind of drink it quick so it doesn't go warm and it just i just wasn't just even crushes, trying yeah. really trying to drink it that fast but i was just like upstairs bar looking over people playing the giant uh cornhole and big beer pong and just that and all of a sudden just magical. all of a sudden i got like three inches left in the stein i'm like damn i've i'm like 28 ounces into this thing <laughs> um
0: I'm deep-dicking this thing. <laughs> no, it's just, yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I was, I was balls deep in this line of beer. Um, and I was just like, damn, I got to go get another one. Like, I was thinking I wasn't going to finish this one. Now and I now I literally yeah, well. get up to go get another one. And it's like 4.5%, so it's perfect. Yeah. Like, it is genuinely just an amazing day-drinking beer. And right when I go stand up to get another beer, Brooke calls and she's like, you want to pick me up? I'm like, yeah. I'll come get you and I pick her up and she's like where do you want to go I'm like we should go to this place that I was. I keep hearing about it's called like Bierstadt or something like that and uh, like, she's like tight. oh cool yeah let's go she's like what did you, what'd you do this morning I'm like oh I went and got breakfast got a cup of coffee went to you know <laughs> did some shit on my computer like I need more um, and we cruise back and we get there and uh, and I was like but I was literally here like right when we pulled in I was like I was here right before this but
2: that's how good it was Bierstadt pro tip when you order, order a slowport Pilsner and order another beer at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Drink that. And then when you get your Pilsner.
3: hmm. Because a slow board yeah. takes 10 minutes.
2: Yeah. Well, if they're busy and it's like GABF week or CBC week, it takes half an hour. Oh, yeah. Listen, as um, a
0: man who is part of the Guinness perfect pour scam of the early aughts, uh, all I got to say is respect. So, I mean, it's obviously clowny in marketing, and uh, people love it, and good for them. I I love a good pilsner. I love a good slow pour, but I've personally never, never seen a difference between the two. To be honest with you, it's all that head. It was good. Is, is it though? Because like, when in the early odds, uh, the whole Stella Chalice blade cut off the extra head was about retaining aroma rather than letting it go wild in aroma that was not contained within your glass that that foam is above your glass it's not retained in the vessel in which we've all been taught to you know you, like smell and taste beer through bouquet like literally the dude who wrote the beer tasting beer with Randy Mosher like it's a, it's you're not smelling foam wafting off the fucking top it's it's about a specific amount of like foam to beer ratio so to me it's it's just it's weird marketing that will probably go the same way as, like, fully open-top cans and Guinness Perfect Pour. So, just my
2: two thoughts. I never bought it. into the Guinness Perfect Pour. Mostly because I've always thought Guinness
0: was crap. Well, when I was trained on it, that's when I knew it was a scam. We had the Guinness people, like, marketing people come in and, like, train our bar because we sold a fuck ton of it when I was at Murphy's. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's all a fucking scam. It's an entire scam. and the, And they kind of upsell you on the, like... A Guinness customer is going to actually wait and be patient while you get other customers' orders. And I'm just like, what the fuck conversation are we having here? <laughs> Like, you're like, a Guinness customer will wait while you make three more sales. Cool. Can he just be one of those other people so I could just, when I'm four fucking deep, I'm not like, waiting 20 seconds, stop. Or whatever the fuck it was back then, or is now, or whoever the fuck is running Guinness. I don't know. It's all dumb. They ship us different beer than they make in Ireland. Like, that alone makes it a scam. It's so dumb. Fucking yeah. beer. Fucking beer. It's just
2: fucking
1: beer.
0: Drink but, your fucking beer, asshole.
2: So, so yeah, I... So, it's what beer fest is like, I've been to a shit ton. I've been to a lot of them. I haven't... I've... It's just expected these days that people are going to be idiots. Um, they're going to fall over. They're going to get too drunk. So, then what's
0: the shadiest thing you've ever done at work?
1: Shadiest Natural thing... <laughs>
0: I've ever done a work. Yeah. While well, you're getting paid on the clock, doesn't have to be where you work now. You got a full history. Tell me about what you're putting in the bread at Wildflower. I want to know. You know, like when you're you uh,
1: want <laughs> when you're rimming a, a IPA, but you Whoa. know how they do like a, a margarita with they rim it with salt. You just rim it with like blow.
2: I've never. Pro- I probably can't give you anything shady that I've done at work. But have you seen something? Have you gotten
1: you turned while working? Have you ever been hammered while working? No. Huh.
0: Hmm. Giving us the Ben Vandermeer treatment over here. Huh.
2: I have, I, have, so,
0: okay, perfect. Well, Problem. okay, I told what you about, about we such it. a nice guy over here. Well, I told you about the time I put
2: my hand in the blender, so I'm still drunk. Wow. Um, Do you ever put your hand in someone while you're working?
3: I wish. <laughs> God my, damn buddy,
0: Melville <laughs> nearly killed me. Nearly killed me. So, but answer the question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Negative, Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. Not, not what, not <laughs> I. I have in my employees. Not while working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> well, you're salaried. Oh, no, you're not salaried.
1: I am. So, sal- actually, oh. I am salary now. There we go. So now you got to do some hooded out of shit, like, anytime, and you're just
2: kind of getting paid. Yeah. Um, But, but as for me, it's like, I've only, I've never called out of work. Uh-huh. Not one day. Okay. I've never not shown up for work. I've never, like, only once have I, other than, like, uh, someone dying, have left like left oh i can't work today like i've gone to like i have at the point like once when i worked for wildflower that was i was so drunk that i went into work i was like 20 minutes later i was like i gotta go
0: so how old are you at wildflower when i started there yeah 23 okay so uh, a lot of your getting drunk stories seem to end up here do you do I, any gross or, shit to the or, dough
2: all the bread came from elsewhere uh-huh. I just oh, the is,
0: is that the secret it comes <laughs> from, from elsewhere
2: it comes from the commissary so they have a commissary they send you all the bread the bakers bake it overnight mm-hmm. okay, okay well, what the bakers do with the bread efficient. overnight I can't tell you did you ever fuck that bread I've thought about it
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I thought about it. it's nice and soft yeah. and gooey I
0: thought about going apple pie on it and yeah, it yeah for sure Listen, who hasn't seen a nice French roll and just thought, my dick should do You know, I'm like, you're, you're, the, you're the
2: only one in the building. You're lonely. You're like, hey. Then the baker comes in. And, well, <laughs> and you know. and they're master bakers. We let them take care of it. Masturbators. <laughs> bakers, not? bakers. Uh, yeah, master bakers. Uh, so, so, like... And they you, look at you with this weird look like, you should fuck this bread. Like, I've been hungover for work. Sure. Not, not in probably the last... 15 years
0: Damn um, I, Dude I was hungover for work Wednesday And it's Thursday Yeah I was trying to have a conversation through Wednesday It was very much a struggle Yeah but I yeah. can't
2: <laughs> I Like Usually if I'm getting To be at the point Where I'm going to have Be hungover mm-hmm. I tend to have already had An anxiety panic attack uh, From from the alcohol Got it So I stopped drinking Ah uh, okay Um, And I've been dealing with that For a while mm-hmm. So when Do I you was, like
1: mushrooms? Never done them They're supposed to be good for anxiety.
0: They are. Um, I mean, I heard that. (laughs) I love mushrooms. I think they're outstanding. But
1: low-dose mushrooms? Yeah. If you got anxiety, low-dose mushrooms is outstanding.
0: I'm a firm believer in that, like, uh, mushrooms, whether it's food or psychedelic experiences, they're probably the closest thing we have to a friend uh, in the the food chain, right? Like, something that's actively trying to make us better because, like... uh, I'll tell you, man. Um, just even it made the shade uh, this last week, and uh, it was funny because I show up and uh, I run to Bobby at Uptown, and uh, I'm hanging out with the four Peaks guys. I see Bobby and Kale. I'm like, I'm going to go say hi to those guys. You know, it's kind of the night's winding down. I know I have to go to the woods and sleep because I just brought a hammock. I've got Bobby's hammock. So I'm like, oh, hey, Bobby. I forgot about this. Yeah. And so uh, I walk over, and uh, right as I'm walking over, Brody's like, hey, buddy, what's up? And I'm like, oh, hey, handsome, what's up? And he just, like, I reach out my hand, and he turns his hand over, and I it kind of, it he just uh, drops a few mushrooms in my hand, and I just. Was that not right when, because Jeremy this, this was there, this is, this and is, I told him to fuck off? Yeah. This is two seconds before I, like, like officially, like, talk, like, greet you, like, because you're on a pull shot. I'm waiting, and then Brody comes over, drops him in. I hit. Um, that's not how it went.
1: Oh, I was. We were, we were, we already were hanging out, and someone says, I have a little bit of mushrooms. And then Jeremy from Thorn was like, Oh, I'll have someone. I was like, No, fuck off. It's just enough for one person. Cause I didn't want him to like, No, show no, me. no.
0: That, that was Brody and me. Oh, and then maybe he was like, Cause I was like, Maybe like, Oh, hey, whatever. It wasn't very much. Yeah. And so, yeah, you you did intervene, and you're like, No, that's enough for one person. Yeah. You eat those. And I was like, Okay. And I ate them. And then, like, two seconds later, you turn around, and you're, like, just glass. And you're, like, when are you ready to leave? And I was, like, whenever yeah. you are, we need uh, to get out of here immediately. Yeah, the mushrooms <laughs> are great, but
1: it, there's nothing worse worst being, like, I have enough mushrooms to just feel this. And someone else was, like, well, maybe I could get a little piece of them." like, just let this one person have a good time tonight. Uh, but See, keep it in your, your uh, gut. So like, yeah. guys, maybe, maybe one day you eat, you know, like half a gram of mushrooms. And... Uh, See if it helps with any of that because it's, I, I I don't I've never really had to suffer with anxiety, uh, and I'm really lucky for that. But everybody that I know who does feels tremendous after a little. You ever of play like
0: um, Starcraft or any of those like old school like um, strategy games where you had like the fog of war everywhere? No. Nah. Do you know the concept I'm talking about at all, by chance? Not really. Me either. Nah, well, I'm not a video gamer. Fuck it. This analogy's not going to work. Moving on. So uh, so when, what's the best so, Philly in... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, so I was going to tell you, like, so the
2: drinking thing, I drank a shit ton in college. Uh-huh. When I worked for Wildflower, I I was I work at five or seven in the morning most of the times so when, oh, wow. when I was a manager. Sometimes it was closing, but I worked my way to do the mo- most of the morning shifts, yeah. especially when I was a GM. Um. Like when I started working as when I got promoted to management, which was like six months into working there, mm-hmm. I was still going to grad school full time. So I was working fifty hours a week, going to grad school. Yep. Not a lot of time for anything. Like I still, you know, go out. But mm-hmm. and then, but when I was doing morning shifts and having to be at work at five or seven, you you go you go do day drinking after you get done work at like yep. three or five, and then you're fine by the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, when I left, when I when I after uh, Wildflower, when I got let go from there, start working on Applebee's. That's when the drinking, you know, my late 20s, early 30s. Yep. That oh, was a shit ton. When you're on
0: Apple time?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir? Uh, that was a shit ton of drinking.
0: Oh, God. I mean, and here's something I've actually never discussed, because Aguana Max comes up nonstop on this podcast. I was one of very few people who didn't come from Applebee's. And a lot of the drunk drinking culture came from those veterans that came from Applebee's that had to be on Apple time. And once they were to mom and pop that didn't give a fuck, they just got fucking wet. It was wild. What is
2: Apple time? 10 minutes early. I figured. Basically. Yes. Yeah. If you're not 10 minutes early, you're late.
0: Yeah. Which is weird because. But you you can't clock in until. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, see, my... Uh, Which has now, now at, been determined illegal, but wasn't back in the early When hours. I was out back, you clock in five
1: minutes early or two minutes late. That was the window. If you're over two minutes late for clock in, you had to get a manager's swipe to get you in. And uh, the best was, these managers didn't really pay attention, like, when you're actually there. Unless you're, like, putting your shirt on as you're supposed to be there. Like, okay, like so you just, that. you just walk in. Oh, I've seen it enough. I probably, I've probably done it too, to be honest. <laughs> I've um, seen it but Like in Arizona in the summer, like oh, no, no. I would, I just wear my slacks and have my apron with my t-shirt and I would get ready in the freezer because it's so hot to get there. And then you're like, all right, well, I'm just going to get and get dressed in there. So like nobody would ever see me get ready when I needed to. but I do that every time, but I always get there early. Um, and then sometimes you just walk in and you're like, Hey, you got a two top. And we're about to sit you with a four top. And you're like, well, I'm just gonna go get this order and then come back
2: and then,
3: yeah,
1: clock in.
2: Like, so yeah, so so like with the, with my Applebee's and Famous Dave's time, especially then you know, okay, you're in the late 20s, early 30s. You're drinking with 18 and 19 year olds. Oh yeah. Getting you know, getting them drunk. And that's always fun.
0: <laughs> no no. <I> doubt.
2: <laughs> there might be a few. Uh, you know, Listen, They might have got those kids might have gotten a few tickets for you know, drinking underage. I am am uh, very on the record of my drinking
0: career started at like 19 when I definitely looked old enough and like ran with it. Like I was cooking in a surly bar crew and like, I like the youngest looking dude was like, I was like three in the hierarchy. Like I just rolled into bars at 19 and I'm a huge proponent of if you can get away with it, do it. Fuck Uh, yeah. Listen, like you can make whatever law you want. Um, you're not hurting anybody. Well, yeah. If I agree, it takes a village. If you're pairing right, like and, and again, like you could argue about how drinking works all across the world and how it works here and how we abuse alcohol harder and our laws are stricter and things of that nature. But just like again, like it's like that weird celibitic. That's probably not a word.
3: Oh, um, for sure, a word. Nature, Googled.
0: it's there. Nature of kind of the you know this country was founded by people who thought the Puritans of England were too. Too liberal <laughs> really so like they came over here and they are like it needs to be more strict and it's just kind of like a weird kind of like dichotomy but that's a whole thing I'm about to go down a whole rabbit hole no one wants to get into you're right <laughs> because what we do want to talk to you about and I told Bobby because you're from Philly you can maybe help us answer this question which is what's the best Philly in Philly
2: Alessandro's
0: okay hands is, down is that the one you took me to
2: yes was it I outstanding? I made you put it in your mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. And, uh, did he help? Daddy? Uh, uh, Maybe a lo- little. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, it was very my kind of vibe. Like, you come in, there's like a sit-down diner top. Like, it's cramped and awkward. And you, you better know inter- what the fuck you want to order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, really? No, bu- no bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Just the kind of place I love to, like, be awkward to shit in when you're like uh yeah i'm like i am so clueless and it's just like some fucking 65 year old waitress who is just not having my shit today is it she, a uh, big she's like well no she's like this is what you're having and i'm like okay and it was over and, I, and she's just like whiz or no and i was like whiz
2: yes so so i go there it's like i want my yingling and i want my cheesesteak that's yeah. my that's like when i get to philly that's where i want to go yeah is it a uh is it a large menu there no it's cheesesteaks and hoagies yeah, so you should
0: easily be able to figure out what you want pretty yeah, quick. You know, it's my shit. Like, and uh because yeah, you were. It's mostly uh, <coughs> locals who are there. Yeah,
1: is Did there he... competition for another best Philly in
0: Philly? Um, what 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 are the what do the normies say?
2: Well, so everyone's gonna be like, oh, you go to Pats or you go to Je- Geno's; those are the touristy shit. Yeah. Um, only to- mostly only tourists get cheese whiz. I'm a
1: tourist. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you get on yours?
2: American. White American. Has to be white American. Yeah, okay. That's pretty standard white no American. No yellow American. White yeah. only.
0: Yeah. Okay, Philly. Let me say white American. <laughs> no yellow. Uh, Relax. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know. I
2: want <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, no colored cheese. Um,
2: or provolone. Provolone's acceptable okay. as well. I prefer white American. Um, I'm doing a pizza steak, which is provolone and red sauce. So mm-hmm. That's... Delicious as well.
1: But it doesn't sound as good as
2: a Philly though. I'd like to give it a uh, shot, but it's good if it's again, if if it's made right, Mm -hmm. it's delicious. And um it you know, it depends on the spots. Like like if I'm going to any of the the main spots, I like gyms over pets and genos if you're talking about the more toasty spots. Um so Jim's is on Street. Do you really notice that much
1: of a difference between those two places, like the two like like those like big touristy places, like different? Is it? Pastaginos
2: super- cut their meat differently, and that's about it. I I can tell you yeah. because but they're both open, they're both open twenty four hours. Like so, I actually took when I took Alex D'Allesandro's that week. I actually drove um, Chip. Uh, a couple of the uh, Santan brewers.
0: He was running uh, Juber in Philly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this was what. So so this was they they were working for Santan. So it was Chip. Um, it was Nick and Chase. So Chase ended up working at Wilderness.
0: Yeah. Nick is now with Bri, I think. Right? Or are you talk about Reyes? Right? No, not no
2: different. Nick was oh. a brewer, and I don't know where he's at now. They they he's went been to... missing for a long time. Yeah. Um. But. <laughs> <laughs> But so so, so I drove them down the and we actually did Pat's like this was like after the um drinking at the art museum which was epic. Okay. And then we I took them to drove them down to Pats and Geno's. So got that back in that. So that's like if you haven't been there you have to try them. Sure. Um they're basically the same thing except you know I took- Pat's chops up their meat more. Geno's does not. I prefer Pat's.
0: Yeah. yeah, I trade Alejandro's and I trade Gino's because I had to have one of the touristy ones. Um, I'll tell you, as someone who just has worked in mom and pop's most of their life, um, the touristy spots do seem very touristy, very like, you know, just get them in, get them out. Um, and even though, like, it's not even my, I don't even, it's not even top five favorite sandwich for me. And Sandwiches is a favorite food for me. I was blown away the place you took us to dallas andros yeah blew my mind Dude, philly cheesesteak is probably because i like invention cheese- of sandwich well for me sandwich is my favorite food philly cheesesteak doesn't even hit maybe even top 10 to be honest just i'm just not wait i'm, wait, wait. I'm just not into it i'm just philly
1: cheesesteak is not in top 10 for sandwich
0: Not into it. oh my god
2: yeah but you like it's different if you live in philly
0: yeah. If like you're, out here, most of them If you're gas. indoctrinated to think that cooking bell so peppers bad. is acceptable on any food. Well, what?
2: So, so in Philly, bell peppers do not go on cheesesteaks ever. Really? Correct. I love it, bell peppers on a Philly. So, but then it's not a Philly. Then it's just a cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. Um, in Philly, we use sweet peppers. So if you get a pepper
0: stick, If you no, get like is, a pepper this steak. This is why I like that one, because I like, I like fucking. Oh, cool, it's
2: sweet, sweet peppers. peppers too so so if you get a pepper steak it gets it's sweet peppers that go on it not bell peppers okay um and they like they'll give you like the spicy banana peppers and stuff like that yeah. to put on it if Fuck you yeah. want mm-hmm. but pepper like that's the big thing is everyone's like oh let's that's the, that's what big change start. big chains started putting peppers on cheesesteaks and everyone thinks oh because applebee's had a cheesesteak with peppers on it peppers go on it but bell peppers yeah bell peppers yeah um mm-hmm. I feel fucking act, love bell You actually have to order a pepper steak or you order bell a mushroom Bell peppers are steak.
0: great, just not cooked on food. I think bell peppers suck ass. What? Dude. You but, you don't like cooked bell pepper? No. Bell pepper raw is how bell pepper should be prepared. Or, I mean, oh. sometimes if you, like, stuff a bell pepper, it can be good. But, like, that's mostly just, like, a bread bowl. Like, are you eating the entire bread bowl, you fucking animal? Or are you just mostly <sighs> eating the yeah. inner... Eating, eating i mean, the entire bread yeah, bowl. Fuck yeah, I can't eat... Okay, Alex, you're wrong. So, well, hold on. (laughs) Uh, I I do want to... And sauteed peppers in a stir fry? Come on. on. I'll take the L here to pivot, because what I want to talk about is what Jake Johnson brought up while we were at camp at me in the shade. And he said, do you want to be on top,
1: or do you want to be on bottom?
0: (laughs) Him and Kevin presented me with um, defining what is a stew, or what is a soup, um, more or less... I think it was a, a Letter Kenny joke and my response was and I and I really do want your guys' input here because I, I feel that this is important to answering the is a hot dog a sandwich. Is soup in a bread bowl a sandwich question. Does no, the no. viscosity of the liquid matter question?
2: For for
0: soup in a bread bowl being a sandwich? Well you said no to no sandwich. Now Correct. if I thicken the viscosity doesn't make it a sandwich. So then I'm basically just like ingredients plus gravy. No. How does that... If you put a... a I'm sorry. Does ingredients plus gravy between two pieces of bread not constitute a sandwich?
2: Ingredients plus gravy. Yep. Yes, the sweet. I think you have to actually have a slab of meat between the buns. Uh, Are you trying to say uh, a uh, bread bowl is a sandwich?
0: uh, I'm asking if a bread bowl... Like if you have a hearty stew with big chunks of onion and meat... And carrots and it's thick and you you could put that between two pieces of bread and eat it and and you had something like that in a bread bowl. Does it constitute a sandwich? I would say no, not a chance. Why not? Because I don't think it's a sandwich. <laughs> that's why you can pick it up and eat it like a sandwich, though. Yeah, you could pick, pick you up your eat.
2: mom and eat it like a sandwich too. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people
0: have. Uh, uh, hey, Val, I have lots of this. Hey, now. Uh, listen, I think that's the best line that's uh, ever been said on Listen, this my podcast. mom's a super fan. I love you.
1: Um, um, no, <laughs> I mean, also, come on. I have what are seven you siblings.
0: Come on. Gonna... That's, uh,
1: um, uh... Do you put gravy on sandwiches? No. We put sauce on sandwiches.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this. Well, Is an I've open turkey... face sandwich a sandwich? What? Is an open face sandwich like, uh, fuck, help me out here, goody. There's a, a, a. Okay, a hot brown. Okay, yeah, is a hot brown a sandwich? Like, basically, like a piece of bread. First off, whatever hot brown is, you shouldn't eat it. Uh, <laughs> at, have you ever had a hot brown? First of all, uh, I made all of these jokes <laughs> while we were in Louisville, right? Yes. Louisville? Okay, yes. We were in Louisville. <laughs> that's a, that's I a, can a, never really fuck about bat. Um, so, we're in Louisville, and, like, their local food. You know how I love a local food. I'm like, what's your local food? And They're like a hot brown, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Did you Wait, say so me? sorry,
1: I'm I'm <laughs> procuring shirts right now.
0: I thought you were looking it up and just confused. No, no, no.
1: I'm a, I'm procuring uh,
0: something that. So and, 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 so maybe I just okay. I didn't hear what a hot brown is. No, no, you're fine. I didn't explain what. Okay, but like, do you know what shit on a shingle is? Like piece of bread, meat, sauce. You should sauce. also not eat a shit on a shingle. Yeah, <sighs> damn it. I mean, I'm sorry you grew up so fancy.
1: Someone needs to come up with better names for these things.
0: Correct. There wasn't a lot of marketing. You ever ate an asshole
1: on a turtle? Like, fuck off. No, what? What's going on here? People were
0: surviving the Great Depression, not like marketing a new brand. Marketing was invented in like the 60s. You ever read a diary in a bowl? There's an entire show about it.
1: Uh, Okay, so I'll (laughs) stop interrupting. Tell me what a shit on a sandwich is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You literally, like, I'm just, I'm so perplexed. You have never heard of an open face sandwich.
1: I heard of an open face sandwich, but okay. then you started talking about brown, no, no, hot no. browns, and That's shit a- shingles. A hot brown
2: is actually freaking delicious. Yeah, what is it? So a hot brown is it's uh, like sourdough or white or white bread um, we with it. turkey, and then bacon, oh, it tomato, Love it. and covered in a mornay sauce, What's which that? it's a Gruyere cheese sauce. Okay. So, smother than that gravy, more or less, and gravy's not cheese-based. Well, Mornay sauce is like a, like a, based off of a French, you know, it's a French sauce. One of the mother sauces. Okay. Dangies. Um, and then you take that, you put it, stick it in the oven for like twenty minutes. So it comes all bubbly and gooey, and that's your hot brown. It's it started at the Brown Hotel in Louisville. Okay, sounds good.
0: Again, today's literally a gravy. And, yeah, so Mayer. that
2: is Eventually. a sandwich in quotes.
0: Again, um, I'm just asking. Like, there's a, there's a dozen versions of an open face sandwich, and I'm dying. Like, maybe, maybe just some redneck shit where I'm from, like a pot roast sandwich or, like, in every bar. Jesus, that's telling. Every bar I've ever eaten. <laughs> every place I've eaten in the White Mountains has an open face sandwich and my question is, is if an open face sandwich is a sandwich then just putting one more piece of bread on top of that and enclosing it inside of a wall of fortification does not make it a sandwich I'm
1: just confused here well no you have it's a, not like but you're talking I, about I, a I don't bowl the, of I, soup in I don't bread. need a
0: horn to blow down the walls of the bread bowl it's just it's just an enclosed
2: so the question uh, is is how thick does something have to be to be a
0: sandwich yes That is my question.
1: What's the soup? I'm assuming uh, a little chowder.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, there's very thick stews and very, like, you could... I mean, cornstarch goes a long way, not just when you're fucking serving a double. Um, I just... I've had, like, even... Okay, so maybe not even... Soup specific because you could just thicken up whatever to any level degree. Like, we could say a chowder, but like, I could use a tiny bit of cornstarch and make chowder as thick as fucking peanut butter, right? And no one's gonna enjoy that. But like, if you ever had like the what do what they call it? It's like egg noodles, uh, like gravy and beef, it's like a Hungarian thing. You've you yeah. close, enough. but like, yeah, yeah, sure, that's what it's called.
2: I got a joke for you. No, what do you call a masturbating cow? <laughs> beef stroking off there you go
0: but hold on isn't a bull the one stroking wouldn't a cow be listen maybe this <laughs> maybe everything doesn't need to be analyzed <laughs>
3: Not
0: uh, sorry i took us down a, a dark hole but well, in any case i guess it, it's
2: the eye of the beholder Type thing. It's like, okay, whoever's holding that sandwich, whoever is in front of them, if they want it to be a sandwich, I guess it's a sandwich. I mean, I'm going
0: to talk shit to I'm them. I'm going to be clear that I am just, uh, just so we know what side of the war I'm on. I am not <clears throat> team hot dog is a sandwich. Those people are fucking animals. A hot dog. That's a whole different thing. A hot dog's a hot dog. Yeah. It's a its, it's own different category. Like, it's a whole, like, there's tube-shaped meats involved. There's disproportionate buns to meat categories. A hot dog has nothing to do with a sandwich, but they, these animals keep trying to bring it into the conversation. But my question is, so what about is a- if you wrap something in... Fo- oh, so I just... I forget where it's from, but, like, I was just watching this video. You cook steak, and you, you lay it with cheese inside of a bread bowl, basically, and then you grill it, and then you press it, and then you leave it overnight, and then you cut into it, and it's just, like, steak, cheese, steak, cheese, like, sandwich. But, like, that, that that made me think, like... Well, if that's a sandwich, it's just a bread bowl. Like how like what ingredients inside of a bread bowl determine it being a sandwich versus just soup in a bread bowl. So, I think it's the literal same argument you just use for a hot dog as a fucking hot dog.
1: Like it's a separate thing and a bread bowl is a separate thing. But we say ha- is hot
2: dog, hot dogs not a sandwich, but how about like a sausage, peppers and onions? Is that a sandwich on a bun? Wait, what? Sausage, peppers and onions? So the classic I,
0: Italian sandwich. So actually, I was just watching sandwiches of history, and they made an entire sandwich with like five ingredients, no protein. Like protein is not required to make a sandwich. Like this was like lettuce, banana peppers, uh, kimchi sauce, peanut butter, and um, goat cheese. That sounds fucking
3: terrible.
0: Every sandwich influencer on TikTok says it's ten out of ten. I'm making them tonight. It's gonna happen.
1: What's the ingredients? Say these ingredients okay. again.
0: So it's one side peanut butter, one side goat cheese, um, kimchi sauce, so- or uh, yeah, kimchi sauce, um, iceberg lettuce, and banana peppers. Fuck off! I'll send you the video. I don't want it. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll do it. And I'll send you my video. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> Bobby's face is just so fucking. <laughs> oh, but like, are you
1: guys fans of kimchi? Uh, yeah, I am. Like I, I do a lot of from different. I think kimchi great. I uh But
0: also all those ingredients together sound fucking trash. But that's the How thing? stoned was this motherfucker <laughs> to come up with this? Well, again, it's funny because the guy I watch on TikTok was like, Hey, this guy over here was like, This is a ten out of ten, you gotta try it. And I had seen his video, I just don't follow him. And I was like, That's whack as fuck. I'm not even I was like, just your same ref- yeah. your same response. But a dude and again sandwich is my favorite food, this guy he, he does it's called Sandwiches of History. And uh, he's like, all right, this guy says it's a 10 out of 10. I'm going to do it. And he does it. And he's like, he bites into it. And he's like, holy fuck. <laughs> he's like, this is so wild. He's like, these flavors just just play so well together. He's like, it's so, he's like, "It just none of this makes sense. And I just, I want to try the fuck out of it. See, when I hear stuff like that,
1: I don't think, what culinary genius paired these flavors. The
0: flavor Bible is like 40 bucks on Amazon. But I don't
1: think it was that. I think it was some dude that was like crazy munchies and he's like, fuck it. These are the things I got. I'll make it happen.
0: (laughs) That definitely sounds like a college student trying to like figure it out at 4am. The goat
2: goat cheese. Oh, not the goat cheese throws me off. Everything
0: else actually I think makes sense to me. So peanut butter and goat cheese have the same texture, right? So what we're really talking about here uh, is not a texture change. It's just a flavor change. And when goat cheese offers a savory, tangy creamy same thing you know peanut butter is coming in with but just kind of like the opposite spectrum Well, so that with you know the vinegar and the spiciness of the banana peppers the you know the kimchi sauce and then just the crispness of the iceberg which is adding no flavor it theoretically makes sense like i'm i'm in i i'm sold like i might just be like this might be there's been a few food trends where people are like fucking motherfuckers got me and maybe i'm that guy but like i'm gonna check the sandwich thing out and uh with that said um you talked a lot about what my favorite food is and you've uh, had a long career in chefing and whatnot Um, what do you feel is like your specialty like what are you passionate about what is like drives you to like like I know what I like to cook what do you like I like smoking Okay. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. Blaze it up, dog! <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: and I should have brought, brought some of my brisket for Bobby to try. Oh, uh, dude, it. I absolutely love Bobby King. Like, it's it's probably my biggest passion in cooking. And like, I love I love pasta dishes. I love sautéing, um, but smoking for sure is like I like my, you know I my like my go-to.
2: I like smoke stuff. I like incorporating that. I like com <clears throat> I like comfort foods for sure. Um. Good home, you know. If, if you're gonna have to take any influence, it's kind of kind of be cross between. For me, sou- anywhere like southwest, southern, you know, the cross yep. between the two. If you take cut, you know,
0: high desert food,
2: you know, yeah. If you take anything between, you know, Arizona to Alabama, Georgia, mm-hmm. Tennessee, do you know, take that southern region? Anything that's kind of in between there. Is kind of where my spectrum of what I like to do. Hell yeah! But I'd like to incorporate some sort of smoked smoked aspect or smoked I'm meats or sm- absolutely with you into those. That's my kind of style. Um, however you serve it, and I like you know even if it's just like smoked meatloaf or it's about you know taking those comfort foods and adding those twists
1: to it. I think there's um, just like a, an ability with a smoker to make good food better, right? Like. Yeah. You, you're adding, you're incorporating like a slow cook to it. This another like nuance of that, like, you're just, nice smoky. Well, notes. Like, is,
0: I, I think that a lot of people get caught up on like wood blends and stuff like that, but it is, it's just like allowing it to slowly cook over a long period of time allows it to just retain more flavor and moisture and just makes things just fucking rat.
2: Well, and the, but the thing about smoked is, especially if you're adding, a, not just just smoking and doing <laughs> things, if you're using smoked in other, like when I do jambalaya. I, all the meats I do put in my jambalaya are all smoked. Right? Hell yeah. So you're just adding another depth of flavor, trying yeah. to build better close to umami notes. You know, that's no doubt. So that's <clears throat> why I like smoking. Cause it brings, it takes something that has just this depth and brings it to, you know, this depth up yep. here. And for me, that's what I like to build. That's how I Hell like yeah. to build the flavors.
1: I love that. Um, what's your, uh, What's your like deepest secret to making the best brisket? Time,
0: all right. Love, all right. Give your oh. a brisket a little kiss. You, you, you use what? What do you? I do talk to to binder? My meat. Hell yeah. What do you use for a a binder? Slap. Nothing. What do you do? Oh, you use no binder.
2: No, just dry rub.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, if I'm doing like I a pork, I like a good. I'll, I like a good flavored I'll, mustard binder for my. That's better for pork though. If you're doing yeah. pork shoulder, I get put a brisket. You don't really need binder. Yeah, no binder. No binder. It's. I do a lot of lamb. I do a lot of lamb for my yeah. wife. The one thing, um, binder for sure.
1: I do every time I do a brisket, and I think it is outstanding. You get apple juice concentrate, okay? Um, and you get a squirt bottle. You essentially just throw some water in it and get it like fairly thick consistency, enough where you can still squirt through it, but it's like very strong apple juice. And you spray your brisket down a little bit throughout the cooking process. What are you thinking up with? The, well, the concentrated apple juice. So, you get, like, the little frozen, like, oh, talk- cylinder of, okay. of, of concentrated apple juice. And essentially, you make... Instead of, like, use this container no, and I, add a gallon of I, I water, the, the you season, do yeah. half of that container sure. and a pint of water. And then you put it in a little squirt bottle. Yeah. And you mist the meat mm-hmm. every hour or so with that while it's cooking. You need to let it form a crust no, for first. Sure. And then you give it that little spray down. See... While it's cooking? Oh my god. See I don't it's so once
2: my crust is basically formed, you know, I so like the brisket I just did for the Father's Day weekend, which I thought came out phenomenal, was one Hell of the yeah. best batches so I've done. it. Um and you know, it's sixteen hour smoke, you know. Yep. Um and I only I only do brisket if I can buy a prime. For sure. Um but so dry rub only, put it in. At the stall, wrap it in butcher paper yep. and put it back in and let it go, and that's it. Um, simple. Super simple. Simpli- I, yeah. you know, when I smoke, like right. So when I do pork, um, at least right now, what I do with my when I do carnitas pork, I cook smoke them in a beer rat, a hazy IPA bath. So oh, it's constantly, okay. So it's constantly being steamed. Yeah. And, and having the yep constantly being steamed and the liquid from the beer yep that is going th- into the pork the whole time it's smoking.
1: I like that. Um, do you do you still do like halved oranges
2: in it? Yeah. So I rub it, put it in a bath, squeeze the oranges in. The, so oranges, limes, and lemons on mm. it. Throw those into the liquid so they also are kind of steeping as yep. it's in there, and just let it go. Um, so though that's a 12-hour smoke.
1: See, I find the, um, if I'm going to beer bath it, my man, with a hazy IPA,
2: I, I might dial back on the orange a little bit. Um, it doesn't, you know, I think the extra citrus juice just helps, um, especially because it just melts in there. I also want to, you know, my preference is I also like the carnitas to put some lard on top of it and let that drip in as it's smoking. Ooh.
1: Ooh. See, that's that trick people are looking
2: for. How do you do it? smoked chicken? Smoked chicken? It depends on what I'm doing. It's fucking tough. Uh, um, I just... You know, wings are pretty simple. Smoke, just
1: put beer them canned in. Beer can chicken
0: then... seems to be my favorite way to do it because...
1: But you don't smoke a beer can chicken. You kind of got to high heat it. I to, have smoked beer can, to can steam, chicken. Just to steam the, uh, the beer, right? Sure. Yeah. I, I have... You slow cook it to start and then kind of get that like fast sear at the end to uh, steam that, but it, I have it's done, tough. I have
2: done smoked beer can chicken before. Um, I Have you found that dinner. how does it work? The beer, the beer does
1: it work good? Or did you, you even get anything cool. out of it? I don't. I feel like you don't you know, quite
2: get it the it
1: hot enough for that beer to steam um, into the meat.
2: I probably. Did, I'm not sure what temp I did it at. I the chicken came out really good and really moist. Um, you know, I kind of put <clears> them, <throat> poured. Some, you know, had that beer poured into. You know, it's you know kind of kind. Of, I think for those. No, I did it. I did it the same way as. Do you brine it before? um, I feel uh, like maybe that could be good as brining it. Yeah. Um, But like I don't – like when I do smoked turkey, I don't really brine it. I just – nice rub. Yeah. um, Set it in, same with smoked chicken. We just do smoked chicken breast right now. Do you
1: inject your turkey when you smoke a turkey? No. I feel like I got to inject a turkey. Because it, it, it can dry out so okay, I fast. You
0: put your dick in the turkey. and not injecting it. I haven't had. The stuff. only thing that my dick will fit in.
2: I think it depends on the smoker. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the smoker. I think you know, the ones I use, they don't dry out, and it's just I guess knowing your time and how long you're gonna smoke it for. So
0: do you have something with like like traditional trigger regulated, or do you have like a, a home bash like fucking rig?
2: What's your smoker? What? At work, we have an electric smoker. Okay. So electric, big box smoker, where I can do like, you know, four, four like, fifteen brown. Do you find that? It.
0: Do you find it has better precision or? Yes. Okay. So you yeah, prefer it's something very, a little more automated. It's
2: very precise. It's set it and forget it. I, I, I feel. Um, I feel it, which like is cooking Smoking
0: good. is the baking of cooking. Yeah. If that Things makes are sense to anyone, I we're, didn't we're understand like. That. Jesus. Shut
1: Bobby. up, fucking. Siri.
0: Whoever whoever or Google whoever. Siri. Yeah. Cortana? Cortana. Is the name of that. It's a
1: katana. But <laughs> but but yeah, smoking is like how that. could I help um,
2: you? We're not if you're a barbecue like I would love to have like a um, offset big drum smoker. I used to have one. Okay. Um at work. Um, you know where I can do a shit ton you know like one of the Camelback smokers like Little Miss uses you also, yeah, yeah. but you need rotisserie um, at that point if you're doing that kind of volume yeah but also at the same point you know like right now it's more about consistency yeah mm-hmm. you know that's what makes or breaks restaurants is Without the consistency of the product yes. So I'm
1: not going to order that because it wasn't the same as the we, last we time I got it we have
0: three full cycles of restaurant history that show us that that is absolutely the case
1: you
2: know
0: so so,
1: so I will say electric if you're going to if you're going for a re- like a restaurant that isn't barbecue focused but you want to do some barbecue electric i think is the way to go but i feel 100%. like it's tough to get the smoke aspect out of an electric compared to other ones um yeah, but, but you, your cook cycle is going to be the most consistent
2: um it is you just have to know what you're doing mm-hmm. um see i had like, an electric smoker like for i a get while. like with ours i get enough smoke out of it I couldn't get I I, I get, get shit. Out uh, of my you don't get the smoker. same smoke ring as much, yeah. but just a pure from just smoke a smoke getting into it. Mm-hmm. I am not having any. I haven't I haven't had any issues with the smokers we use. Mm-hmm. Um, when
1: you do brisket, you, do you do chopped or sliced.
2: Depends on the platform. Okay. Um, I prefer sliced brisket. I prefer sliced brisket but, all day. So, but like, 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 for my sandwiches, this week, we were just doing sandwiches. I'd slice brisket, just chopped into smaller pieces, mm-hmm. so, 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 it, so it can so. pile it on the sandwich for look. But it's not like shredded brisket. See, I. It's think not finely chopped. It's just small little squares. <clears throat> sp- you've been. To a, squares.
1: I'm certain you've been to a, a barbecue joint where they only offer chopped brisket, and those motherfuckers Wait. suck at what they do. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been to like five, and they. They I mean, don't offer slice.
0: Maybe it's just because brisket isn't my first choice, but like I don't think I've ever been anywhere where I'm like, hey brisket and they're like chopped only and I'm like
3: what? Yeah.
1: I've been about five barbecue joints where they only offer so, chopped so, brisket. So, so and like it means you don't know what the fuck you're doing. That means you overdid your brisket. Because you're you're using the fatty side to juicy up yep. your your, your ass lean ass side okay. and or you undercook the fuck out of your fatty side mm-hmm. and you need to soak up some of this bullshit. Like if pro tip if you're at a barbecue joint and they only offer chop get something else yeah skip the brisket yeah skip the brisket
0: <laughs> push the fish it's about to go bad yeah it's about to turn skip
1: it <laughs> yeah skip the brisket um, cuz i mean i'm a fan of i'm a fan of the lean the lean side of brisket oh i want a little, I, like i wish i get like two slight two thin shavings of of fatty brisket with my order of lean brisket <clears throat> but Fatty brisket is just, uh, I don't know. I think it's, like, what why people get brisket, but I want the leaner side. Yeah. It, and it's fucking it,
0: tough. It, it's weird because, like, with a ribeye or, like, any sort of, like, good cut of meat, like, I generally enjoy, like, a nice rendered fat cap. Ribeye is my favorite cut of meat. But with brisket, like, I <clears throat> do like just the lean, slow-cooked meat uh-huh. as presented. Like, the fatty part doesn't do anything for me. I need that rendered and crisp and, like, like carnal, like caveman style like you know so a, what's in your dry rub
2: there is 11 different spices for, for brisket yeah it's just my standard house rub it's 11 spices coming um, for the Colonel. like kfc, KFC. yeah <laughs> coincidentally <laughs> um what's your 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 onion powder garlic powder Paprika. Salt pepper. Brown sugar, salt pepper. salt pepper. No brown sugar in the dry rub.
1: You don't put any brown sugar in your dry rub? Not this dry rub. Who the fuck do you think you are? Clearly, he's going <laughs> off all the rules.
2: He's like, I ain't playing these games. No, if, there, if, I, if there's a certain something that I want brown sugar in, I'll put brown sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Um, But that is a very versatile dry rub. Like, when I'm doing like tri-tip, I'll take the dry rub and mess it with espresso. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, so different things. You're like, not smoking tri-tip. I smoke tri-tip. That's so lean. I only smoke it for like two hours max, so it gets to... And then you one, sear it? Uh, yeah. I don't even... I just cook at the 125, and that's how I like to serve it. Just quick Oh, okay. It up. So nice, medium, rare. Yeah. So I got to get your tri-tip then. Um, so... But I, li- I wouldn't mind like a reverse sear. But like when I'm doing like, say, pork belly. Uh-huh. Right? That gets brown sugar, and the rub on it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Usually some bourbon.
0: <laughs> Come on, um,
2: a little bit of a little bit for the
0: belly, a little bit for my it's, belly. It's better than just more sugar.
2: Yeah, you
1: know, I'll put a little bourbon in my belly while I cook some belly. So
2: it depends on what I'm doing. I used to do brown sugar on the brisket. I love a brown I, sugar on my brisket. I think mm. I like how it comes out better without it. I'll give it a shot. I think it dumbs down the bark a little bit. Really. I think that molasses um, kind of helps. Um, so for me, I like how it comes out without it a little bit better. Um, so it depends. Like like when I do my bark when I when I'm not doing carnitas, when I'm doing regular pork, um, just you know standard barbecue pork, that I smoke with brown sugar and mustard. Yeah. Rubbed in, yeah, and then throw the rub on top of that, mm-hmm. and I actually steam that. Like I'll put it, like when I'm doing pork, I don't put it in a like a regular like just smoked classic pulled pork. Mm-hmm. I actually put a s- steam bath in the smoker of uh, uh, apple cider vinegar and mm-hmm. Dr Pepper. Oh yeah! So that steams all the way through. Yep. Instead of having to open up and spray it, I just like to put the because because with the electric smoker I can put the pan in the bottom.
1: Yeah, right next um, to the element. Yeah. See, and I got a Traeger just, now, so it's very difficult to yeah. like find a steam spot to do like you'd have to be under the grate yeah kind of thing so um the yeah that apple cider or the apple juice spray is like I learned that very early <clears throat> and it really just like it it kind of helps with that like almost that steaming of it just a little bit making ensuring that your lean side doesn't dry out too much and
2: then just helps with like yeah. flavor on the fatty side um but like when I do ribs, I know a lot of people say, oh, I wrap my ribs. I don't wrap ribs. I never wrap ribs.
1: Fuck wrapping ribs. The problem is everybody everybody talks about <coughs> is, oh, I want ribs that fall off the bone. No, you don't. Get fucked.
2: You want a little bit of pull to it.
1: You want a little bit of pull. You want them tender, yeah, but you if want to pull. Yeah, fall the
0: bone, they're overcooked.
2: <coughs> you want to be able to pull that bone out, but you want. You want a e- bite.
1: A little yeah. bit of bite to that. Yeah. Like, I want to fight this rib just a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, fall off the bone ribs. It's like we're two steps from a gummy bear, bro. Like, yeah, you up, could have boiled these ribs make and, up your and fucking made the mind. thing yeah. happen. I like to I like to do like um a rub, steam wrapped, and then pull and then uh hit on the grill for finish, sear it. Uh do you capture you all that sear juice? it with
1: some sauce
3: on it. Oh dude,
0: no. <laughs> I don't put any sauce until it hits the grill. I let it. I let it crisp one side, two side, and then once that other side goes up, I start saucing it immediately. Flip it again, and then I just kind of continue to sauce it until it gets to the desired crispness. Crispness, Jesus, crispness that me and the wife desire, which is pretty crisp. Yeah, it's but, like but, like still, but but still December twenty fifth, but still juicy tender meat. Like we we eat steaks rare, medium rare. Like we're not trying to overcook it, but like at the same time, just like you know, it's almost like a the pork version of blue, black and blue steak where it's like crispy on the outside, just super tender and, you know, nice on the inside. Uh, just fucking, I, I like a little bit of a culmination.
1: Yeah, we needed a fatter version of Giddy for this food talk. How are you so skinny and yeah, that is eat a great question. and make, know how to make such good food? Like, I'm thick, he thick. Uh,
2: There's no time to eat. He's cooking. (laughs) I'm busy working. I got to do like 17 different jobs at work.
1: Yeah, and then you go play softball. Like, I need to get into this. Do you need this position? Do you need any people on your team? I play catcher, second base. You Uh, need them, I got
0: you. I only do shortstop, the most important position. Uh, uh, Tonight,
2: I'm actually playing with uh, Four Peaks. No shit? Yeah, I play on their Four Peaks team. Dude, get me in. (laughs) What do you think? He's old man now. I don't know. He's he's no, all, He's old. No, I got Cl- 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 I don't know. Cl- uh, Cliff and oh Cliff. Reps. Uh, there's Cliff, a There's couple. Of, there's some Cliff Hens- and some there, There's some Hensley guys who play. All right, all
0: right. That makes. Dude, sense. if
1: you ever need a sub in, like the, the team needs a sub in, fucking hit me up.
0: I grew up playing baseball. You've I, played, I have, first, actually have a team that I play on sub,
1: Monday nights in money. Gilbert. So if I ever do, I'll dude hit me up. I would love to play. The problem is. I like Bobby wants to be a sub. What can I say? I can't <laughs> sub with a B. <laughs> nope. yeah,
2: sub. Um, it would be cool to get like a team together with with beer wraps. My and problem is like, like that and just just you know, even as a coed team, just be able to fuck around.
1: I can't get three homies to go to a bar together, let alone play a game together for an hour and a half, two hours. Like,
0: I mean, we get three people to room once a week. <laughs> you're yeah, but you do half the work. <laughs> like, I'm
1: saying I'm trying to get three extra friends to go to a bar and they're like, nah. You ever seen people doing a a crawl, like a bar crawl around December and they're all I in like Santa and elf outfits and you're like, oh, How gosh. did you get twenty five people to do this?
2: Okay, Sunday night Sunday night co ed beer rep team. That's what we should try to figure
1: out. I'm fucking
3: in.
0: For softball?
2: Yeah. Okay. Especially if it's a spot that has like like cactus yards that serves beer.
0: Listen, yeah. We already tried bowling. It failed as a community. Did it? Yeah, we, we, we tried. It failed. Uh, I think we could try to get it going again now. I just, I think that one of, and I've talked about this before, that one of the biggest problems about the beer community here is that there is a large effort from local-based breweries, not themselves, but the 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 representation from them to kind of focus on that. And it, the fact is, is that dudes like Bobby live in the state he pays taxes in the state he contributes to the economy of the state and he contributes to the businesses of the state he is his local like I, I watch him go around and do all sorts of drives for dogs and you know raise money for charity and and it's not just Bobby it's all these other people and like that's like when I go to other states because I'm in other states like that's how i behave like you behave like a local and it's just so weird that like I've been to other states where I'm kind of accepted because I've like done charity work and I worked with other people but there is this like organization that just kind of puts up this wall and it's like locals only like locals only bro. Like it's just so fucking outdated and old. And it's like, we're all here to raise the same ship together, which is craft beer. And these same motherfuckers, the same organization wants to sit around and cry about how spirits are coming for beer. and It's a fucking disaster. And we got to stop anyone who's trying to diversify It's like, let more people in the fucking club. You're not the U S fucking government. And it just becomes this thing where it's like there is this like very, very local based effort to do more shit that aren't from local breweries. And sometimes local breweries just kind of like lean on the fact that they are existing in Arizona to have that local moniker rather than involve themselves in the community. I had a point when I started here, but now I'm just taking uh, some shit to task and I'm fucking on it. So, um, that said, it just, it, it, it kind of frustrates me sometimes because like there is so much more to this like complicated economy of scale. And I guess I, I do remember you were talking about getting something together and we have like the guild has tried to do a few things like, Hey, let's do this bowling, But it's like, if you would just let reps from like five, 10, who even needs a number? Like, let's just let regional brewery, right? like, let's say if you live here and work in the industry, just come fucking bowl. Come fucking play it, softball. Well, why, it doesn't have to be local Arizona. Why it,
2: yeah, why does it matter Have to be an Arizona brewery? It's if We all live here. We're all friends. How about we just try to grow the craft beer community? Uh, yeah i agree with you You know who cares if it's just air like by growing the craft beer community we're going to go there's a handful of people
0: who have never worked in a brewery or never owned a brewery or a business that seem to think that they know everything so here we are Hmm. i still it's still
1: uh i understand that when people don't open a a craft beer bar and they go well you know i'm part of this industry i want to support the local beer fantastic support your local beer um I would support never. Local retailers. I, I mean, I work for a non local brewery, um, but I'm an Arizona boy. When I hear someone say that they want to open a local brewery or a local craft beer bar, they only support local, it's like, fantastic. You're pigeonholing yourself. There is so much phenomenal beer out here that you can make exceptional money on and still truly support local beer
0: not even all local breweries have that heart of a line. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <clears throat> I've hung out in breweries that like have Odell or whatever on. And again, like um, when I was talking to uh, uh, a homie brewer, I, I ran into at Chupa before I came here. Uh, he's just like, I, you know, he's getting ready to move. He's like, I make this beer because if I don't make this beer, someone else is going to make it for money. Mm-hmm. And if I want to keep doing what I'm going to do, like I need to kind of involve myself in the space and, and produce right. It's just, it becomes this over like amalgamation of just like specificity in marketing. But like we're now forming teams where we're being detrimental because like one person's not local or one person. I just, I am a local brewery. I completely benefit by the the single minded thinking of like, oh well, let's only do local or let's only open a spot that does this or. There was recently a spot that opened up. That they're like, we're only going to do beers from like this specific part of the country, and it's like, wow, that was fucking super smart. You, you mean, didn't even you, get three weeks open before you changed your you fucking like tune. Paci-
2: you mean like the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, just like that. <laughs> they're and really then, fucking good people, though. I don't know them. They're Are very they? nice. I just, know, nice. I just, so I just tell tell saw the idea for it. I, I know. Like, that's going to last I you know. three days, not long. Saw, saw that pop bargain work, breweries and then I, saw it, I
0: saw an email come through, like, just from my distributor, screaming <clears throat> for support for the account. They're like, oh, come in and please, like... And listen, I'm always down to fucking play ball with my distributor. Like, I'm a homie. I fucking support. Ask anybody. But, like, they're like, hey, come support this account that literally said they wanted to exclude you. Oh, is my shit on draft? Can? Bottle? No? Yeah, let me rush right out. as so, a Because a, they, they set out the local, like... Yeah. The, the local breweries support us, and uh, there will be a time where I fucking shit mouth this person out in the open, but for the moment, we're going to keep it a little vague. But there was, in, in a similar lane, uh, a local taproom that opened up, and they were like, man, they, they, they love that local support because local homies fucking pull up. And not that people who aren't don't, but there are just so many more people who have so much more to lose and gain in this industry that local homies pull up and they fucking work hard. And they were like, I'm going to have this many tap handles at a local all the time. And I'm going to do this and that fast forward moon night style. And that motherfucker barely has a local on when it is. It's super hype, fucking whatever. And again, I'm here for it because I want my homies to succeed. But it's like you literally let all of the local reps come in, spend their money Like, use their reputations to say you were fucking awesome and like build you up, and then you just churned your fucking back. It's almost. We don't need either of those things happening, right? We don't need local only brands excluding regionals. We don't need. Yeah. No. Let's Uh, try to guess. I got you here. (laughs) Uh, So, local, like.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: there will be a day he uh, he gets my fucking wrath on this podcast, (laughs) just not
2: today. So Local Only has this place more for, I think, food side than beer side. True. Yeah. You know, I understand the idea behind it. Hate to tell you, also, Local Only, the definition of local is anything with... uh,
0: Five hundred miles. Yeah.
2: So anything from California is actually like San Diego is actually in LA is actually considered local. When I used to sell in um, Vegas,
0: that was my selling point. Was I was like, we're technically your most local craft brewery because we're only two hundred miles away from you. So
2: so anyone wants to give that argument, even by like local first and things like that, you know, mm. technically local is anything that's within a day's drive. Yep. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, you go to say, okay, you're in my hometown of Philly, right? They're local. You know, we're doing local only. It's not everything from Pennsylvania. You got stuff from northern Delaware, Jersey, things like Those are considered local because yeah. they're such small states. We have that expectation that we're so hyper – people are going in it's like, oh, we have to be so hyper local. Oh, it has to be – you know, it's like – is it, it, What nope, was this – It's on the west coast. States are so it fucking big these days. Like, and you know what? In like, in San Diego, you sure, you can do a local only tap list. Yeah, because you have but 150 breweries. I will to continue that. to say here – that don't, like, we have some, we've made a lot of growth in Arizona yes in our yeah. brewery scene. We have some really good beers. we got a lot we're of room We're really getting grow. closer to be able to, yeah, if you want to do local, we're not there. Yeah. Because, you know. I think you're right. I you know, you're like, right. my personal point is I love supporting local, but if it's not good local, why am I supporting it? Absolutely. We're not doing any justice to the beer scene. Or As, to
1: your own business. Yeah. Right? Like, I, you still have to run your business. And if... There's local beer that works great. You're like perfect. I'd love to support things that are going to do well for my business.
2: And I'm also going to buy beer of those who support me, of
1: course, because that's good for your business.
2: But like, if you bring on a shitty fucking local beer,
1: it doesn't help anybody. It barely helped the brewery that you you threw
2: them 180 bucks.
0: Which uh, they
3: made 40
2: of it. Yeah, and it, I and I can I can name if there's a few that I've put on there. Like we won't you want anymore because you're not good and then they get pissed off at us and be like why don't you buy my beer because it's not good
1: honestly like
2: as a uh,
1: as a supplier rep and you being a buyer like I one of my one of the things I I actually like the most is when my buyers are honest with me they go hey man I like this beer it won't sell here or I think the beer is trash and I won't buy it but you've got two other products that I do like so when you come in let me know if Those two are in stock, and maybe I got room for one of them. And if I don't, I don't, and I'll hit you up next week, kind of thing, right? Like, perfect. I I know how to do the business I need to do with you. And if everybody tells me that,
2: I know exactly when to pitch, what to pitch, and and when. And I'm not the typical buyer. Like I'm probably more honest than most people. Yeah, like because I'll I'll tell you flat out how it is. You know, if that fits for me, if that's mm -hmm. if I'm gonna buy something, if I'm not gonna buy something, if I, you know, I'm gonna tell you I don't need anything right now. Yeah. Or I'm gonna tell you. That beer's not going to sell here. I've been here for 10 years. I yep. know what it's going to sell.
1: Yeah. Um, you in Dallas from Casual Pint, you should run a seminar for other craft beer buyers of what the fuck, how they should act to suppliers, how they should run their beer program. Like those simple things of like, you guys know how to work your system on quantity discounts as well as bringing in the right beers. And if you're like, well, because it, it can be this like, Give and take game of like, well, I'm I need one more thing from this brewery or this distributor to to save this much money. What do I need to make it happen, and how do I balance, and how much backstock do I need, and when do I do my events? One of the things I've really wanted to talk to you about, which is actually a great segue, was did Hop Slam and Donuts start before your time?
2: Um. Well, let's go back to that because I wanted to touch on something. Sure. You are talking about yeah. distributor relationship or supplier relationship with buyers and stuff like yeah. that. And because I'm kind of, you know, it's like, you know, I'm also the type of guy who's like, I'm not, I don't care if you're a hype brewery. I don't care about that. I'm going to support people as long as you make good beer. Yeah. Like, like we all know there are some establishments out there who will only buy hype beer, or mm-hmm. only you know, there's a certain conglomerate who only buy things who are hyped or only give you beer. If you give them something special yep. and they don't care about your course. Yep. I just want to buy beer that actually is going to sell at a regional pace. And then my customer is going to buy that's going to make my absolutely money or make me money. Absolutely. So, you know, those people who are going to be like, Oh, what? You're not a cool kid. I don't want your beer mm-hmm. or, or, I want to be the only one who can sell your beer and create some sort of agreement that for the first two years, I can only buy your beer. That's not cool. Also, there's, and there's, and one, there's no, there's no need for that in the business. There's no need for it to be, oh, I'm better than you. Oh, you know. And you've got to, if I'm a brewery, I go to
1: anybody like, yeah, you got to be able to be the only person that does this for this song. That doesn't work for my business. Like as a brewery, like I can't stay in business only selling three kegs a month to you like it literally does not work even though i sell 10 kegs a month to you it does
2: not work you yeah. know i it's, gotta sell 300 kegs a month to you there's no room and this is a problem and i think that's starting to happen up in arizona is some there's some tap rooms and beer bars and things like that who are who are and maybe a few breweries who think they're elitist yeah i think and True. and that is detrimental to the industry and that's the one biggest thing, a problem I have with the Arizona beer industry, and those elitists need to get off their high horse. Oh yeah, and get back down to reality. And then we'll this be, that's what's going to make us the beer industry in Arizona thrive when we have when we have people who are not doing that without a doubt. Um, now, if we want to go back to Hop Slam, that's my because <laughs> we could talk all day about that. Yeah. Um, Hop Slam and Donut, I believe started.
0: That was like I, six, seven years ago. It
2: started in 2012 of Beer Week. So I started in the Monk. I started Monk f- March 2012. So Oh. So, so there was one, like literally yeah, right, right before right before me was the first Hop Slam and Donut. So I was there for every Hop Slam and Donut since then.
1: Other than Strong Beer Fest, is there a more iconic uh, Arizona Beer Week event?
0: Sure, Nevada Disc Golf. Yeah rewarded. Right? Okay, <laughs> but that, but that's about it, right? Uh, so it's hop Stump, and Donuts, Sierra uh, Nevada Golf, and then Strong Beer, um, Fest. Strong Beer Fest, and then, and then <laughs> any one of my events. Like now, like <laughs> now. Well, I guess now, now
2: kind <laughs> of the um, arm wrestling is becoming. The Iron kind wrestling of a wrestling's great. Thing. The Iron yep.
0: wrestling's three years in, headed into its fourth. Uh, the Santan Brewers breakfast has always kind of been a big deal. Yes, if they don't um, run out, if
2: they don't run out of breakfast. <laughs>
0: oh well, see that's why. Listen, if you show up late to the Santan Brewers breakfast, fuck yourself. You're probably hungover uh, no, from no Sherman grits, and that bacon is worth getting up fucking early. It is and fucking putting on your big boy shoes and and and, and walking through that haze. <laughs> I, I got, <laughs> what?
1: How we got there really early last time.
0: Yeah, I uh, that's I did a, not. It's actually um <laughs> you know, and maybe one day we'll find it uh a, a way to have the Matt Truthway origin story, but I met him way back in the day. He was hung over his shit in the line at strong at, at uh at the brewer's breakfast and i was you know me, I'm just like oh. <laughs> And so he, and I'm just like talking to him, talking to him and he's just like motherfucking Fucking what?
3: <laughs> it's a weird place like, to meet someone.
0: And, like, you just not having it. And then, like, we eventually just, like, connected. And he's like, yeah, I just, right then at that moment, I was just not, <laughs> couldn't process anything. That's not the about.
2: weirdest, that's a weird place to meet someone. The weirdest place I've ever met someone in the beard industry was I met John Buford. First time I ever met him was American okay, in the restroom. The nice. brewer, in the brewer's restroom
0: oh I was going to say the restrooms at American are port jones no this Tendies. wasn't the port John.
2: this was the original when they had the yeah. downstairs restroom the brewer's restroom it was the first place I ever met John Buford okay that's before they
0: opened listen I and I I can say for certain a lot of people's first interactions with John Buford <laughs> are in the bathroom so you know it is what it I is I figured you'd have a <laughs> thought on that one <laughs> Listen, just, I've just been around the man a, a time or two. Uh,
2: but I was like, that's like the weirdest introduction I've ever been. I was like, oh, you're opening a brewery? That's awesome. So he invited us to come hang out at their garage brewing beer back in the day. Hell yeah. Did you touch his dick? I did not. Did he touch <laughs> your dick? I didn't. He did not. <laughs> 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 uh, but... You, you so know, I gotta say, so Hop like, Slam, but Hopslam is pretty iconic. It's 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 incredibly gonna iconic it's probably not gonna be a beer week event anymore. Get
0: fucked. No really? From what Listen, I've been, I've won all the awards that Hopslam and Donuts has offered. So so what I've been told is
2: most likely Hop Slam is getting moved. I don't know if this is public knowledge. Uh, it's I'll kind do. of like public knowledge, like seven people now. Well will be.
0: Well, four and a half.
2: Yeah. Um but I believe it's getting moved, because they're starting. They're moving. Hopslam to be released in October. I Don't think. they
1: know about the Hungry Monk? Oh, so the date Maybe. is getting moved.
0: Not yeah, the it's when venue. they make it. No, yeah,
2: no. the event is actually going to be awesome this year. Okay, I
0: thought we're, you were saying they were moving the venue. I'm like, and you're just super chill with this? No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. We're not moving date. the venue, the date, the date. but we're
1: moving. Okay. We're moving the date. But it's, it's when Hopslam is going but to be. made. listen,
0: Hopslam needs. It's going to be, gonna made be in the fall when everyone's like wanting to like. Exit their fucking uh, not raw dog reality. It's hop slam is actually gonna probably
2: be the day of our anniversary party, Ooh. which is Halloween weekend, and is we're gonna open and do a now, costume party all day starting at like seven thirty in the morning on a Saturday. Dare
0: you. Can we can we figure out It's a, gonna be uh, a shit show. You better theme it as my birthday party or I will not even Can
1: come. we still keep a breakfast and donuts? like uh, in early donuts and beer drinking. And and going? How about... Okay, so here's Don't what I'll face. do is for
2: beer week, wherever I'm at... I think we can figure something out. <laughs> we will have a Friday morning 7.30 event the day before Strong Beer. Yeah. Just whatever's on tap, come get drunk and eat donuts.
1: We can make something cool about this, though. Yeah, we, we can. can. And like... And it we, can be a multi brewery can, thing. We can do or coffee beers, is, we like, can do
0: coffee IPAs, no, 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 we can no, do no, no. there can be some sort other of Other direction. Yeah. take you the other direction on coffee. So what we do is like big beers, yeah, fatty foods, donuts, pastries, just the pastry dec- stouts. Most yes, most decadent breakfast beers and foods. And then just uh wherever just People also gonna, ha- have a movie on where and bean bags where like beer reps can just like pass out. People room, you know, room you
1: gotta get bean bags. Then you gotta do it, takes up too much room, and also people are going to drink as many pastry stouts as they would not. Okay, play. fine.
2: There will be a pajama party of some sort for sure.
1: Let's let's talk about Why this because I, I think
0: you to challenge me to win your parties.
1: Um,
2: I think we could do something really fun. I, I think we can. There, um, there has to be a donut event during beer week. There has to be something if it's not gonna be Hop Slam, it has to be something replacing it. Well, something
1: we'll just call it something, something in donuts, right? It'll be very similar, like. Uh, uh beer and donuts hot yeah hot beer and donuts hopped that, beer and donuts wait, hopped that, that beer is and the donuts. name of a
0: bar in san diego um little italy but yes we could just call it beer and donuts hopped beer and donuts or something we can figure something out we could bring some donuts and us. beer there you go listen we could definitely do something that doesn't have to be so really hop simon donuts is mostly for industry people um, how about pilsners and donuts
2: pilsners and donuts
0: I like getting well, sloppy drunk real early. Okay, fine. I mean uh, <laughs> Sloppy drunk and donuts. Listen, getting sloppy drunk, watching Deadpool in the middle of the day, uh perfect time. Uh can we can I mean? figure something out. Where is your uh um
1: softball game today? Power and baseline, right? Power and Elliot. Oh, Elliot. So cool. close to the venue. That we're going, right? Are you coming to Mr. Bruce. Mr. Bruce as well? Yeah, I can do that. Well then we should wrap this up so oh, we no, can still get there. We're headed to a wrap No doubt. No. Um,
0: uh, hold on. Was there something? Like... We we'd actually did some, uh, Oh yes. I just, uh, last thing before we take it out and maybe it can be your local shout out. Um, you know, uh, as far as guests go, you've been the one that is a little more food focused than beer focused, but you also have all the beer knowledge cause you, you know, GM and, you know, about beer and a beer program and all that kind of stuff. um, <clears throat> So that said, um, you wore the shirt. Let's talk about it. Oh fuck! How did I not bring that up? I'm an I
1: Idiot. Yeah. Okay, I do have to peek. Is that you want to? Yes, sir. We need to. We need so, to talk about it. Yeah.
0: So you. Uh, so I'll just kind of give a little brief, and then you can kind of jump into it a little bit. Like, uh, even though uh, you've watched the world uh, fall down, uh, up and down around breweries a handful of times, you still have the amazing courage to want to open up a brewery in 2020. I'm a little bit plus. of
2: well. <laughs> I'm not, co- I'm, I will, I'm happily to admit, I'm not quite right in the head. I <laughs> never have been. Fair enough. Um, I so, have made paint chips as a kid.
0: <laughs> haven't we all? At a, a certain uh, birth, birth year. So, um, I guess I'll kind of let you talk about it a little bit. I mean, I know that you and I, and you, you in general are like working on getting, you know, your idea off the ground, but uh, I just figured uh, we'd talk about it a little bit, do a local shout out, and uh, get on to Mr. Bruce. So, basically, the Combine
2: Brewing is the project. Yes. Um, and the name. And the name of the brewery. Um, it's actually a more involved concept than just a brewery. It's more of a food and beverage kind of destination. Like a it's collective? Or? Kind of. Like, the ultimate goal is to actually have something called the Combine. It's a location that has probably two or three food concepts, a brewery, okay. possibly a distillery involved.
3: Right. Um
2: kind of maybe a coffee shop kind of a multi-use um kind of like a collaboration project conglomerate um
0: yeah like a collaborative space I mean, yeah um, that's
2: like a mixed use mixed use space that Agrotopia comes to mind yeah kind of a lot of things you see in san diego
0: okay
3: um, um california so things like that that's I, the I, ultimate I mean, I, I
0: have not seen enough of those, I guess. Would the source in Colorado be a good Yes, that'd be a great
2: example. Cool. That's except one for I'm more except for all instead of all privately owned businesses right. kind of like kind of singly owned but or kind of but grouped owned with that's kind of got a collaboration to it. Okay.
0: That's the ultimate goal of the Combine. So the ultimate goal of combine brewing is to have kind of like uh the source like facility that's out of Colorado for anyone listening that is instead of being like owned by a landlord and leased out like a collective of individuals, like trying to establish a singular business together. Yes. Okay.
2: And, and try and make, you know, and, and grow and no, that, make that, it help that, everyone succeed that's the kind of and shit bring I more people. Um, that's the ultimate goal of what's the combine, which grew from the idea of combine brewing. It's like food but, halls. Yeah. Like a food hall. Yeah like a food and beverage hall um that's the what i would that's the ultimate goal goal for me um but needless to say the combine brewing is the idea is just came about probably about seven or eight years ago we came up with the idea um uh me and my friend brett and we came up with the idea of to do some sort of
0: who's brett Have we ever met him? He Dude,
2: he may have been
0: on this podcast. He I think every friend you have named Brett has been on this podcast. He uh, so. allocated
1: <laughs> a he allocated a uh, quarter barrel of uh, talk shop for Chubacabra's anniversary. Fuck yeah, yeah, tight. So is let's it, get back that, to you. Is though. that the
0: right or wrong, Brett?
1: Right, yeah, right. yeah. Brett right. right. Waters. Right. Come yeah. On. Well, um, he could have been Detler. So, you know, he's
0: doing yeah. stuff occasionally.
2: So so we came up with this idea. You know, I came up with the name of the brewery sitting at the intersection of Elviston and the two hundred two. Uh, we were coming back from some, from Beer event, and I was like that's an awesome but, you know we we're talking about trying to find a brewery location um this was a, he was still a home brewer at that point but the so the idea has kind of evolved since then um to me always wanting to open a brewery or a brew pub I don't just want to do a brewery there's no point in me just doing a brewery cuz I'm really good at food it's yeah, part it of who sense. I am it literally it, makes sense it just doesn't make sense to throw the food to the side so the combine aspect has a you know the agricultural roots of Arizona, the, and, the, and the combination of food and beer. Multi-purpose combines are used to harvest barley. Yes. So it's kind of just indicative of um, the that agricultural
0: thing, contribution that that happens beer. for beer. Yeah.
2: So the idea has come about. Um, it's developed. You know, to doing some basically gypsy brewing, collab beers, mm-hmm. trying to get the brand name out there however I certain. can is, is what we're what I'm working on right now.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, you and I are working on something with Grand Canyon right now. Yeah. Um, so, we'll get going. so basically um, so for, for me sure.
2: it's just building the brand name okay. so that it exists so when there's an actual physical location or tap room to serve the beer there's already a recognition oh, sure. that people already know what's going on. People know the brand. People know
0: that, hey, see, this is exciting coming that, out. That's actually egg. like in, in earnest, like, the reverse approach is the right one, right? Like, someone being like, I love homebrewing, let's open up a brewery with my friend, and like, what's the concept going to be? I, I mean, I guess this thing we both agree on, and then, you know, it changes, it changes, it changes, they split up, it changes two more times, but you're like, I know what I want, I have the vision, um, and I'm going to do everything that represents that vision until I have a physical space, so in earnest, like, the way a lot of, and, and not everyone, obviously, but, like, when the, in Arizona, when that six-year period where 80% of our breweries opened, there was a lot of that, like, let's just open a brewery and figure it out on the way, and we've seen that be successful, and we've seen that not be successful, right, but, like.
2: Why take the chance on not being successful? But
0: it's just, it's a really great approach, I think, to, like, hey, this is my vision. Every action I take in this space will be to represent that until I have a space where you can come support my brand.
2: And luckily enough I know enough people I've had enough great friends in this and I do have enough great friends in industry who are willing to help me out mm-hmm. and willing to let me do collabs, willing, you know, come in sure. or, you know, even enough for You've got you know, a great
0: mind for it, man. I mean it's it's always a pleasure to work with you. I mean we've we've planned some beer dinners and you know, we have a, in, in beers maybe a few more things to come and some of those things come to fruition and some don't. But uh, you've got a great mind for it, man. And uh, coming from food, you know, like Sean Hillman, uh, another smoke homie uh, from Helva who came into the beer industry. Like, I love seeing that kind of success, right? Where it's like you have this passion for food because especially in Arizona, it's hard to have an alcohol space without food. So um, I'll just sit here and just say the nicest things about you all day. But we got to get to Mr. Brews so uh, we're going to do some local shout outs uh, since you've never listened to the podcast before we basically just pick a local business give it a give it a shout out Um, this episode will post tomorrow so if you uh, if dating any sort of shout out yeah if any pluggable has a date um, that is it for you so Bobby I know uh, you have three other jobs you need to plug right now so (laughs) I mean
1: (laughs) uh, on the next episode I'll stop fucking talking about Chupacabra um but as you, you mean listen to this, would we have
0: Eric and Trent talk
1: To the well, that'll be <laughs> fucking some Monday. Um, but no, the anniversary as this drops is day one of Cheap Cover Taproom's anniversary. Um, if you listen to this, the day it drops, so Friday the twenty fourth, yeah. Saturday the twenty fifth. Yep, I'll be there uh, Events this. going both days. I think they might be doing something this Sunday. Um, Probably. Recovery. Who fucking knows, right? But. Um, there, it's, it's just gonna be a, a baller ass time. They, you know, t shirt toss, pinata with gift cards and, and beer merch and all the goodies. Um, the the name of the game is We're gonna drink and have fun, yeah. Um, uh, at this point, you're a day late because the anniversary of Mr. Bew's on Single Butte and Southern, their anniversary is today, the we're, day we're, we're recording, to, which is yeah. Thursday, or drops the next day we're recording in the future. Um, so we're going to be heading over to that, but if you haven't been over to Mr. Brews, solid burgers, solid beers, um, Mm -hmm. you'll have a good time if you go there, I hope. (laughs) I I mean, we're all going to go over there and have a good time, (laughs) um, but you're not going to eat or drink while you're
2: there. No, that, yeah, unfortunately it's getting a little too late for me to do that.
1: Oh, really? Your game's at? 8.30 yeah oh to eat and drink but you're gonna go yeah yeah i'll come stop by yeah yeah perfect okay see
2: at least i get to be off tonight like that's thing is even if i'm not eating i like to go support the industry yeah when i you're having a good time used to be i was able to do it a lot more when i wasn't working you know 60 hours a week oh yeah um but now i'm kind of tied down a little bit you know it's harder especially when you know these days you guys had a change of
0: ownership and
2: direction and kind of like tightening and it the up same and staffing issues that everyone has and of course, oh yeah. Yeah, work yeah. has to get done and so there's not as much time for play Yep. i wish i could go support other local accounts and things like that more it's than for i for sure it's, it's more so than f- i do
0: but it's so funny you phrase it like that because in leadership i, I talk about that a lot it's there are two kinds of people people who see work that needs done and do it and everyone else and uh, just with the way you said that it's there's work to be done I, I, I gotta do it like yeah there's work that needs to be done and someone's got it, it's it, it harkens back to our farming roots as humans right where it's like well you can either lay in bed or whatever the fuck but like if you don't go harvest that shit you're not gonna eat tonight so that said um, I guess I'll cover the other part of the weekend events with my local shutout Sugar Bar uh, also Saturday <clears throat> is having their um, anniversary oh fuck yeah I think uh, I'm going to try to hit that early because uh, keep that sugar spike high early in the day. Yeah. Um, but listen, I was just at the Oso place. I was like, how do you guys not have like uh, Oso popsicle everything over there? Um, interesting concept. Uh, I'm not a sugar sweets guy. Uh, I I love the place. I love Kyle and, and his crew. Kyle and Zabdi. Fucking yeah. dope people. Great people. Uh, I think like all of her sisters like are the bartenders, I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they're at. Uh, listen, I love it. Love a I'm family assuming business.
1: Assuming Zabdi is Hispanic, uh, But it doesn't maybe something you, you can do that maybe something different. I mean I'm Hispanic, but you're Zabdi allowed, doesn't really seem um, Hispanic. <laughs> probably something else. But in that like Hispanic esque vibe <laughs> is like it's it's very oh, it's, family it's always, forward. Yeah, hands it's in, very like, family yeah, forward. we're all pulled... Yeah, um,
0: no, no doubt. That um, immigrant um family first owned business kind yeah. of like yeah. And sure. if
1: you can if you have the ability to employ your family and give them a great job, like fuck yeah, dude. Like that's what we're that's what family's there for. Right. And they do an amazing job. Absolutely. I will be there early Saturday supporting. Um see
0: and I'm gonna be there drinking beer Sounds having like a good time. So we'll see each other. So that's a solid Mr. Brews Chupa Sugar Bar. It's a hell, hell of a weekend. Shout out from us. Uh Mr Goldberg which sounds made up. Um, Giddy Uh he came in here with a belt uh, and tried to spear me for the record um, but do you have a local shout out?
2: Um you know I'm out of touch a little bit on what huh, everyone else is doing but right. sure. that, Come, this you, is the best you know, part it
1: doesn't up. have to be an event it's just a place that you've regularly liked a place you've gone out recently you thought they did a good
0: job Um, the the, the four and a half people listening which three of us are (laughs) um, just like yeah hey just go check it out I thought it was right as fuck Plug your own place. It's fucking rad. Well, yeah, definitely come down to Hungry Monk. For sure. And
2: if you have a if you're able to make a reservation in the of the House of Tricks in the next two days before they close, I suggest you do that. Wild. Okay. Well day and a half now.
1: Yeah. yeah. You're running time. out of time.
0: Running out.
1: I went a couple weeks ago. It was freaking awesome. Yeah I, yeah, I I fortunately have gotten the opportunity to go there a couple times and uh it was outstanding, but it's a bummer that they're going out of business. Yeah.
0: It's it reminds me of the Monty which got bought and closed down for like a crazy it was like $28 million or some shit in Tempe Monty's. Customary. Nothing's yeah. changed. They could have just left that fucking bitch open and let us keep eating there. Come yeah. on. So frustrating, but yeah, uh, go check it out. It's always, uh, it's always nice to go check out an awesome place before it closes. I had a chance to do Monty's piccolo pizza, in Nebraska. I'm going to try and get this one fucking done. Um, Shut it out, but listen—that's—that's a two-hour podcast. So, I can nailed it. It's time to get the fuck out of here. Hopefully, Uh, everybody listening is hungry. mm -hmm. Bobby, good to see
3: you. Thanks for listening. Giddy, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Have a good one.